0: The yeah, Cheers to episode Whoa. 53. Oh, hard. Cheers. I got a um it's called a beatbox. Blue raspberry with 2 Zs in the I've ras- had One of
1: those. They're pretty
0: gross. 11%. So see you guys. Nice knowing you. <laughs>
1: Enjoy your weekend, man. I have water. Yeah, me too.
0: Jeez, dude. You would have thought you guys lost a Peach bowl.
1: It's a long weekend. It's Monday, Grant. Working all week, man. Not everyone's weekends are in the middle of the week.
0: (laughs) The week just started. (laughs) They're working all week, and it's today's Monday. It's Uh, going to be a busy week. So we are recording this Monday, January 3rd. 7.05 7.05 p.m. I just realized there's a Monday night football game on. I do not have it on the TV. Now I feel like I have some FOMO, but it doesn't come on for a while. So we should be okay. Um, and the college football playoff was a bad time. <laughs> Confirmed. Uh, not as fun as I thought it was going to be. You guys know all about that. And now I have empathy. I, I understand what you guys went through. And I'm sympathetic towards it. And hopefully you guys can show some of that to me. As this show continues.
1: I hate to say I told you so, but I told you so, man. I told you this would happen. So at least you should have been a little prepared.
0: I ignored all your warnings.
1: Wow. (laughs) Then I don't feel bad
0: for you. Fair. To preview this show, our weekly recaps, Orange Bowl review, Peach Bowl review, National Championship predictions that will be brief and then college basketball, Michigan, Michigan State play this upcoming weekend, if you didn't know that. And I don't blame you because it snuck up on us. And then also a little bit of NFL lines talk, probably sprinkled throughout. I don't know. We'll see it. We'll see how all that goes. Um, so I wrote down some key things for the weekly recap. I just didn't want us to forget. I don't know. Evan, would you like to do the, you have a huge trip to talk about. Do you want to do that during the Peach Bowl or do you want to like start us off with it? I don't care. What do you think, Alex? I, I,
1: I want to hear it now.
0: I do you want to hear it now?
1: Yeah. I mean, it was... Yeah, this is like the biggest part of the recaps.
0: Yeah. It's, it's what I've been looking forward to hearing the it's, most I don't week. have anything to say, so... Yes, no pressure. I need,
1: I need having to recap. Oh,
0: it. Alex, you have some things
1: to talk about in your weekly recap. Just the last item on the, the show sheet there. Mm. Mm. Anyways. Oh. All right. Break, so... us, break
2: it down for us. Just... Three dudes just car tripping it down to Atlanta. Uh, left on the 29th, early in the morning. Uh, trip down there, nothing special, really. Nothing. Um, nothing uh, special on the way down. No, not really. Just vibing what, out. It went by what, a lot faster because you're just excited to get
1: there. What games um, did you guys play on the way there? Any any good car games?
2: Uh, no, because shout out uh, Drew. Um, he has YouTube TV and his phone. It's just fantastic. Connection's fantastic. We just watched football games every single second we were in the car.
1: Wow. Wow. It was Guy, wonderful. Guys like riding boots. out of plane.
2: Yeah, just all games were on nonstop. So we watched everything. Watched Maryland. Watched the – what game was on after that? Don't even remember. Um, But, yeah, we watched all the ball games on the 29th. And then even on 31st, we watched bowl games. And then on the way home on the 1st, we watched bowl games. Uh, so it was good. And then, uh, see, first when we got there, went to Moondogs. Shout out Moondogs. Great bar. Played a little shuffleboard.
1: Yeah. Um, oh. It was like a, have a game. I have an important part. question, Evan. Yeah. Um, when you guys would go places, you guys would all post the exact same story. Is that planned? Um, no,
2: just that first time. You guys night, all it posted just, your
1: shuffle boards, yeah, and your peach bowl. Just thought, I mean, you're you
2: know. not going to take a picture of the peach bowl.
1: No, I would have. I would have. There
0: oh, been okay. four that's pictures. A, that's all. I need you're to not going to take a picture of the shuffle board at Moon Moondogs <laughs> Moon was lit, bro. <laughs> how, um, how does shuffle board work?
2: Um, it's uh what is it called? Curling, but just on the board.
0: Who is the best at it?
2: Uh oh, Cody won. Yeah, not the I, only thing
0: he won this week.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, so the well, funny we went back there later another day, um, but the first night uh, I went three and four, on my record never lost to Drew, but never beat Cody. So it wow. was a, it. Was a battle. Good time. Uh, bowl game. Woke up somewhat early, and it rained the entire day on the thirtieth in Atlanta, from oh, wow. the time we woke up until like four o'clock. It rained.
1: Not during um, kickoff.
2: Not during kickoff because the roof was open. True. Um, And Mercedes-Benz single-handedly just went and asked Cody, like, should the roof be opened? Because in the middle of the day, it was downpouring. And Cody just turns and he's like, I think the roof's going to be open. Like, look at the tweet. And I was like, no, it's not. It's downpouring. Um, And he called it. And then we're walking the stadium and, like, and he showed me the tweet. He said, hey, the roof's going to be open. Unbelievable. Um, and you
0: took your shirt off.
2: Yeah, I did. I was up in the second row. Just,
0: yeah, it's one of my favorite tweets I've ever sent out on our account. I don't think <laughs> it got enough love as it should have gotten.
2: It was fantastic. Um, we ate at this breakfast spot; it was phenomenal. I mean, it was just a tourist attraction. We waited an hour and a half to get in. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: for yep. breakfast, Evan? Well, we ate at like noon, so technically the, they it better have
0: squirted syrup in your mouth S- for you.
1: Squirted. I mean, this breakfast was well, fantastic. It, had, it must have been the greatest breakfast of all time to wait that long for. It, it was. It was arguably
2: one of the best breakfasts I had on the trip. We'll get to the other fantastic breakfast. Um, Is Bob Evans better? No, Bob Evans stinks. Shut up. we never went to Bob Evans, <laughs> we went to a better breakfast spot than Bob Blasphemy. Evans later. Um, no, so it was just it was just phenomenal.
0: Hey, um, w- sorry, real quick, that got me thinking. Do you think there'd be a market for a breakfast style spot, like a Benihana where they cook like omelets on a griddle in front of you? Yes. And then you have like a little mimosa and Bloody Mary bar next to it. I think that could be huge. A
2: hundred percent. Everybody loves people when they just cook in front of them, you know, charge it and be like, yeah, here we go.
0: You just make like the eggs and the hash browns and everything just, and all the breakfast sausage and meats right there on the griddle in front of you. I think that'd be unbelievable.
2: You do Mongolian, it's like, just like my Mongolian barbecue, pick whatever you want in your omelet, go up, watch the chef cook and then just go sit down yeah. or just do it right in front of yourself and have like the, uh, I don't know the other places I've never been to.
0: Yeah. I think that'd be amazing. Uh, anyways, sorry, but, We're that's something to, that, but... yeah, that's something to keep, keep flagged in, in the library.
2: Uh, So we tried to go after breakfast, brunch, lunch, however you want to call it. We tried to go to the College Football Hall of Fame um, in one of the biggest tourist attractions in the city, and they closed it at two. We tried to get line at one. They're like, no, we're not selling tickets anymore. Fat L. Because when we were trying to go in the morning, in between we had like an hour and a half, the line was wrapped like down the block to try to get in.
1: So we took a fat L on that. So you waited... For an hour and a half for breakfast. Oh, uh, we walked we walked around. But you didn't wait for the uh the college football museum or whatever. Well, like see, we went
2: to breakfast. I put my reservation
1: in. They said it'd
2: probably be an hour, hour and a half. We said, okay, let's go walk around. We went and walked around and we're like, we could do the college football playoff. Saw the line, We're like, nope, not doing that. Um, waited in the worst Starbucks of all time for coffee in the morning they were out of everything. Just completely. Just it was terrible. The tickets were not work. So like, if you order something online, like you didn't show a name.
1: Were they, they just won. not fit to host the Peach Bowl? I mean,
2: it. it um, basically, yes. Okay, so then, um, we. Well, when you have the
0: biggest alumni base in the country breathing down your neck for a bowl game, you know it's going to be tough to serve yes. that many people. So
2: couldn't go. To the, so okay, we have from now. It's like one to. Like five thirty six. What should we do? Like, okay, let's go find any local bars. Atlanta's bars don't open up until like three or four o'clock. None of them were open. There was one bar that was open and was already packed. It was already packed. So we're like, okay, now we have to find somewhere to eat or drink. We had somewhere find it somewhere to drink before we went to another spot that opened up at like four.
0: So any chance like everyone just thought you guys were a group of narcs and they wouldn't let you into their bars or like you were told where to go and like, this seems impossible, Evan, that things don't open till three.
2: It, they weren't, like we got into one bar it was like, it was already a line out the door and we could hear pit people just chanting inside the bar. It's like, this thing's already packed.
0: Alex, I'm not sure what you're looking at, but no one can hear what you're looking at, so you're okay. I muted myself because of it.
1: Um, it's that stupid rattle It's going on again, so... All right. Very well, pre- appreci-
0: I appreciate I knew something was up there. So, sorry. I mean, you, you went into a bar and people were chanting Hail Pit in your well, face. we were
2: outside of it and we could hear it th- rattling through this bar. We like wow, That's there's a lot of pit fans. Um so we went to a great establishment that was had nobody sitting in there. We went to Hooters um for a couple <laughs> drinks. You know. We had watched a couple bowl games. Um and then we decided to go to what was the name of the bar? Stats. I think stats
0: feels like a um, good football bar.
2: Bar opened up at four. Statistics. We got that. We were gonna get there on four. We got there on four, and there was already a line. We waited in line, got in. there was a cover. It was great, great environment. A lot of Michigan State fans. The DJ was playing the fight song. Um, it was great. Got some drinks, and then we went to the stadium. Game happened. It was wonderful. It was fantastic. Um, first, three, oh, first, second, third quarter stunk. Uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, electric. Wow. So the nice Bens. inside. The bass. Yes. Oh, my gosh. We get into an Uber. I'm going from our hotel, downtown Atlanta in the morning before we no, had breakfast. And, and, you know, she's asking us, oh, where are you are from? We're like, oh, we're from Michigan. Um, And she's like, oh, why are you down here? And we basically said, oh, there's a football game on, uh, playing Pitt and Michigan State play. And she's like, oh, where's it at? And we said, oh, it's in Mercedes-Benz. She's like, oh, it's in the Benz? It must be a big (laughs) game. (laughs) We're like, yeah, it is. Calling it the Benz? I love it. And so we called it the Benz from there on out. And I think I'm only going to call it the Benz from there on out. Um and then like she after she like asked us that it was like thirty second pause and then she just asked us oh so you guys on the football team, <laughs> yeah yep yeah, yes we, yeah, we are, are. <laughs> we're playing. I, in the I bench wanted to say tonight. no we're retired but you know I think it would have been too unrealistic.
0: <laughs>
2: so wow. um, we said, we're on the team so that we was said, funny. <laughs> oh. We
0: said screw the team itinerary we're gonna take an Uber ride in the morning with you. <laughs>
2: No, we just said we said no, we're not. We're just fans. Uh, we're just going to the game. Loser. Yeah. Um game was fantastic. Um after the game, just green go green, go white. Chance was echoing through Mercedes Benz.
0: The Benz. Sorry, Bens. I had to catch you there.
2: The Benz. It was great. Um Like
0: Miami? Was it a Miami vibe? Yeah. It was. It's
2: everybody high fiving each other. All the Pit fans have already raced out of there. It was just Michigan State fans left.
0: Tuck uh, and his disciples coming.
2: Yeah, we go back to Moondogs that night. Of Fantastic. course. Gotta run the shuffleboard a little bit again. And then Nashville, baby, for New Year's Eve. If you haven't been, you have to go. And whoever is going, I will gladly go with you. Um, Just because it was just a fun time. Uh, oh, <laughs> before we get to Nashville, we ate at one of the greatest establishments in America. Bob Bob Evans. Waffle House. Waffle House. I don't know what I've been missing from my wife for the past 24 (laughs) years. And that was the first time I ever ate at a Waffle House. Okay, so we got the All-Star Special. Great value. You get everything you want in a breakfast. Everything you want. You get hash browns. You get eggs. You get choice of meat. You get toast. And then you get this perfectly made, tasteful, delightful, fluffy, thick waffle. And it's just sitting there staring you in the face. And shout out Mary, our waitress on the first place. She cooked the perfect waffle. When I say perfect waffle, I mean it is perfect. You put butter on it, douse it in syrup, and just the center of the waffle, it doesn't look thick because of the plate it comes on. But no, it is a solid like inch thick. And it just soaks up the syrup so perfectly. And I had had a life-changing experience from Waffle House
1: life-changing experience is this a, a waffle asmr segment what's going on here you i mean that you should
2: have good. been there oh my gosh i talked about this waffle and the couple bites i had from the waffle for the entire next day it's just Cody and drew just didn't stop hearing it from me
0: when when are you gonna be able to go back though it just seems like a problem
2: i don't like i guess there's one it's in, in the Toledo. South. i might just take i might just go to toledo and be like yeah i need to get a waffle and so or on the way home on our way home in Tennessee, we stopped at another Waffle House. The waitress wasn't as good. And I got the same exact breakfast, got another waffle. It didn't look as satisfying, but it was still perfect. It was so good. Like, I don't know how to describe, like, how thick and fluffy the waffle is. Something about it just soaks up the syrup. part. It is fantastic. It's a life-changing experience. If you've I, I never had you a need- Waffle House waffle, you're missing out.
1: I think you need to never go back so that the legend of Waffle House can live on forever. That's what Cody and Drew said. You just can't go back because there's no way it'll live up to expectations. It was something about the
2: experience to get to Waffle House because we tried one Waffle House. It was completely packed. They have like half the seats blocked off. So we're like, screw it. Looks like we're not getting Waffle House. We're just driving to get back on the expressway, find a gas station. What is sitting there, just like the beam of God's light just shining down right next to this gas station – just pops up out of nowhere is a Waffle House. We have to go in. And that's when Mary served up the best tasting waffle of all time. I never
1: thought Evan would pray to Waffle House like the Bible. No, it is it the is... greatest breakfast I've ever had.
0: Evan, <laughs> you are I've known you to be a trustworthy guy with your recommendations. I pulled up a picture of the All-Star Special. The waffle looks like <laughs> but I'm going to take your word that it tastes better. And also, I'm just not a waffle guy. I always think they're just overrated, but no. I'm willing to give them a chance you have to. if I ever encounter them.
2: You have to. You ever driving down on a road trip, or you're just down there in this southern area? You have to go
1: to a Waffle House. The picture doesn't look good.
0: It well, Looks very changing. Thin.
2: It's well, not. I'm it, it, happy it's the for plate you. that it comes in. That's why I said too. It's like the this plate, plate looks like styrofoam. Well, you're looking at a bad picture. Hey, Alex,
0: are you looking at the one where it has like this like crappy looking cheese on top of the hash browns too? <laughs> yeah yeah sell, front. that's called covered hash browns that's called covered hash browns
1: if I ever go to a waffle house and it does disappoint I'm just not going to tell you based on this re- <laughs> 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 it would be my. it's my fault but no it was a life changing experience
2: um, Nashville's great bar hopped a little bit um, all the name bars the popular bars you had to have tickets um, to get in so we kind of went to like the smaller un- unnamed ones so to speak so I had a great time saw some live bands um, I just didn't know that Bridgestone Arena, where Nashville Predators play, is right there on Broadway.
0: Oh, I did not know that either. It is right there on Broadway. Feels like there's no room for it down there.
2: Yeah. Um, Apple is a terrible company. There's just an Apple store right on Hot Broadway. Take. Just right on Broadway, just taking up prime real estate. It's like you could definitely have like another bar there. Nope, it's an Apple store. They gotta have phones, Evan.
0: Yeah, you think Tim Cook or Steve Jobs cares what you think about the location (laughs) of their stores? I don't think they
2: do. Um, Got to see a concert. Um, Another bad thing. We can't be overprepared because before we left our hotel, it was like a 70% chance of rain at 10 o'clock.
1: Oh, no. So you had to carry jackets around. No,
2: no, I didn't carry it. I wore it the entire time. And I was sweating
1: my... Evan, (laughs) full disclosure... Full disclosure, when I saw a Snapchat of you, uh, or maybe it was an Instagram story, I thought you were, like, trying to dress up and that you were wearing a suit jacket no. over a quarter zip. No. I was like, man, Evan's really overthinking this Nashville thing. I mean, he's no. really overthinking it.
2: I wore a typical bar outfit, and I just threw a rain jacket on over top.
1: Okay, I thought it was like a full suit jacket. I'm like, oh my no,
0: god, oh no, no, no <laughs> That's a terrible look. I screenshotted it
1: because I was super worried. I was like, Evan can't wow. be wearing that. You had to make fun of me. All right, yeah. So
2: sold dirt spangling for three hours. He performed for three hours because no Zach way. Brown band and Sam Hunt canceled because of COVID. Oh, um, he was fantastic. He was great. Um, Shower or boy Hayden, he's a legend. Um, Hayden. Yeah, his name's Hayden and Alex, his girlfriend. Just met him at the concert. One of the coolest people. Two of the coolest people you've ever met.
0: I do forget that Alex is a girl's name.
2: Easy. Some are saying. Um Yeah, and
0: just Alexander's a cool dude. A man name. Just a
2: cool dude that we met. Uh after the concert went back down. Uh ran into a a former high school. I don't know what to call him. Somebody that we went with high school with. Which ran Whoa. into him on Name Broadway. Drop. Name yep. drop. Yep. Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh, we, yeah. Were st- we were sitting across the street, waiting to cross, and Drew's just like, "Don't we know that guy?" And Cody's I- like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> "That night we went to Tootsie's." Wait, I mean, back up, back up. Um, no. So these concerts. So on TV, there was like this live from Nashville thing, and they were just like jumping to a bunch of bars. And like performances, was that all going on live, or was it recorded?
2: Uh, it was all going on live.
0: Grant, thoughts? The outdoor one.
2: The outdoor one. Yes, we yeah, were at yeah, that big one. outdoor
0: one. And then they swung to like Kelsey Bellarini in a packed bar, and it looked super recorded. Yes. And I was skeptical, but that it was, was real. Not
2: recorded. That was I live. Told you, Grant. So we didn't know this. I but was uh, Cole Swindell was performing live in Luke Bryan's concert in, in Luke Bryan's bar.
0: Yeah, we they show showed that, that on, TV. on
2: TV. I think Blake Shelton performed at his bar and Miranda Lambert performed at her bar.
0: I don't like midnight. Blake Shelton. Um,
2: so those bars had lines just out of...
0: Just out they the looked doors. packed.
2: They were packed. Um, it blocked off the road. You just walked down the middle of Broadway. It was fantastic. Great time.
0: More fun than Atlanta. Kind of like Apple Pumpkin, but different. No, not the same. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
2: Um, yeah because I mean we were bar hopping and Atlanta's bars weren't open so
1: chop Atlanta I almost said the F word Grant but for you I
2: didn't and road trip home just drove in rain the entire time and we stopped at a Buffalo Wild Wings to like watch a part of the Rose Bowl it was the nicest Buffalo Wild Wings of all time just picture what Buffalo Wild
1: Wings looks in your head (laughs) what's up with all these chains that are just blowing your mind
0: that you bend to completely different no, get it, this! Get like this. the
2: insides looked
1: nothing the same.
2: The seating looked nothing the same. The bar looked nothing the same. It Was completely 180. And they served waffles. A lot nicer. <laughs> if they served waffles, I would have got it.
1: That good. B-Dubs was that good. Just dubs uh, was staves. just average at best. Um, the waffle stink. house
2: was 10 out of 10 both times I ate there.
1: No, you said the second one wasn't as good. Well,
2: because the first one was an unreal experience. It was just as good. So, uh, did you do a lot of drinking? How was your drugs? Yes. drugs. Your head,
0: any drugs?
1: Um,
2: I did pop ibuprofen every single morning. Did drink well, probably two bottles of water before I. So, all in all, trip was fantastic. Great time. I enjoyed it, and I can't wait to go back to Nashville.
0: Well, it sounds like your week, uh. Your week was better than Alex's. He lost his fantasy championship matchup. Okay, and I beat you in the
1: semifinals so you weren't even playing in the championship matchup.
0: We're living in the past like Michigan fans. Hey, I granted,
1: see. you losing your championship in your other league? Yeah, I got dusted okay. in my work league. And okay. I wore it
0: like a man. Unless Nick Chubb gets 65 points tonight or something like that. <laughs>
2: Possible.
1: Possible. Yeah, I did lose to the Mitten Money host himself, Gody. And you know what's and-
0: worse? Uh, you know what's the worst thing about it is, Evan? Is that both of us were hurt you they say you're hurt most by the ones that you love. And Amonra St. Brown absolutely <laughs> killed us. destroyed our hopes. My boss <laughs> My boss had him. Cody Wilkins oh. had him. And we just oh. It was dark there in the four twenty five slate. It was good at first because Rashad Penny for Alex was just having Rashad his way Penny, with the Detroit's Brandon defense. Cooks.
1: They both scored in the first like five minutes, then Rashad Penny scored again, and I had come all the way back from a fifty point deficit and I was down like four points.
2: I saw you at one point you were down four points halfway through the ha- at halftime of the S- Sunday night. Football Sunday team. night
1: game. I got back to four points. Hmm. AJ Dillon scores two touchdowns in the second half. Yeah. He's a he's a Tough guy to tackle. Um, a minor St. Brown scores 35 fantasy points in our league.
2: PPR God. What can I and say? I thought He's Rashad Penny
1: had a career day with 32 points and it wasn't even enough. Should have started
2: uh, Patterson or Peterson for Washington. I still would have lost.
0: I did in my work league. It still didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I would have lost no matter what. I mean,
2: should have picked up least- and Barrios.
1: Mm. I, yeah no at least i lost to someone that scored a gajillion points and i scored a True. lot of points too so it's not like my team just laid a deuce and i got killed you know i did my best
0: yeah it couldn't be me in the third place Grant, did,
1: you have,
2: did you have to face uh jamar chase anybody had to face
0: Grant, nope, you have to no, face, no? Oh. thankfully he was out uh i got didn't buy well joe burrow was his quarterback Oh. and then he had Boston Scott who ripped off 22 and a half yeah he had two touchdowns oh, i think oh boston scott and then uh, amonra so i got killed by like just your average of the mill players that balled out um but even worse for alex at least i had a little silver lining that my football team beat his head to head and it was fantastic and guys i could not be more in on the bengal's after what this was i a watched rap show
2: well, no, it, was it was a, a ref show when it was you blitzed on Chase third and twenty-seven and left your corner out to dry.
1: No, on I'm one not one saying coverage. that um, the coverage was good throughout the game on Jamar Chase. Your defensive just, quarter?
2: No, your defensive quarter on third and twenty-seven after you just sacked him, decided to blitz everybody and leave your corner one-on-one with the number Evan. one player on the field that day.
1: I'm not saying the coverage in general was good. However, the refs were helping. The bungles. You had ten penalties. Accepted.
2: I think eleven penalties. accepted Did you, accepted seven, did you the see game? the
1: last seven plays from the one yard line?
2: Uh, yes, I did.
1: Yeah, it was. You all fa-
2: twice. All fairly done. You need a new safety. Consorson can't
1: get over on a cover two. Oh, Dirty Dan is needs to retire. You know, he did great things
0: though. But it's <laughs> Rashad time Fenton should probably retire. Lejiri Sneed should probably hang him up. I uh, mean, they don't just tell Tyree Kill to
2: drop that fifty-yard bomb dead. at the end of the first half.
1: Yeah, he. He does that a lot. Also, the yeah. hold on the kick return. Ugh, but also,
0: Eli Apple gave you guys a gift. He dropped a surefire pick in the uh, second quarter there, and the they jungle never right After it.
2: that, Bengals dropped two interceptions. Yes,
0: the biggest thing in the game was that the Chiefs had their way with the Bengals in the first half, and then scored three points in the second half. So, get, get the rust out of here. The offense just stuttered.
1: Nah, it doesn't matter. Seeing the my playoffs, team,
0: my team is all sweet. of our
1: teams are vying for the number one seat.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry, Evan, but your team is the most fraudulent one seat I've ever seen in my life watching yeah. the NFL. <laughs>
1: Not gonna lie, Evan, your team kind of stinks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: we beat you head-to-head, and you're looking up at us. We get to play the Texans next you week. You played us like so week two. Uh, I don't care when we played you. We spanked you up and down yeah. the field.
1: Yeah, but we're good now. It's our uh, first loss in like now. eight weeks. We're just no, getting healthy. Horrible.
0: Is Derek Henry back? horrible?
2: You just Derrick Henry's about to get back fine. and then we,
0: You're not we get the one seed my week for Derrick Henry to team. healthy.
1: It, you might be the most boring oh, yeah. team in the
0: entire NFL. It's oh, unwatchable. It is mind blowing. It's mind blowing that if Tennessee just wins if they if they get the one seed they just have to win two home games and they're super in the Super Bowl and that would probably be the most boring Super Bowl of all time. Well, if Derrick Henry's back, It, it would not super be Bowl. that. boring. They no, I'm just saying, Super be Bowl. in it, Alex. If they win two home games, you know how easy that is. Two home games, you win. You're in the Super Bowl. That's cr- the one. Getting the buy in the new playoff format is so clutch, and like the it's the biggest reward. Well, probably the Titans in already
2: beat the Bills Eagles, this year. Titans, they already beat the Chiefs. Super Bowl.
1: No. Could you imagine? I wouldn't watch it. Yes, you would.
0: And only because I have to. Crazy is I'm so back in on the NFL now that I have a new team and like college football is basically done. Like I'm I'm back in for the storylines. Uh, I'm just jazzed for the playoffs.
1: I, I'm the same way.
2: I was yes. sitting there. Um, You're
1: back, Evan?
2: give me a second. I'll explain. I was sitting there this morning, just woke up super late, like usual, you know, still on break. Um, <laughs> right. go out, get my coffee, sit down, just watch good morning football, and they're just showing like the playoff teams. I'm like, wow, there are a lot of good quarterbacks in the playoffs. It's insane. Evan's back. And there's a potentially just like whatever game you watch is going to be like some young stud just trying to ball out. And I'm the like.
0: The league's in good hands, Evan. Oh, my gosh. It's exciting. Like, gone. As long as everything, like, COVID's going to mess his playoffs up. It's inevitable. Yeah. It's going to no, happen. But just, no. Just,
2: hey, NFL, this is what you do. Just don't test the players. That and They the already test that. positive.
1: They're basically already doing that. You can but add it, COVID and play the same week.
0: Carson Wentz. Well, yeah, the Lions are COVID brittle right now. Who cares? Yeah, and the Eagles, I think. Uh, as it stands, <laughs> as it stands right now, though, gone are the days of watching terrible Connor Cook in the playoffs. The whoa, whoa dude. the. <laughs> <laughs> The worst quarterback. Shut in your the, mouth right now. <laughs> the worst quarterbacks in the playoffs, if it were to start today, would be like Derek Carr or Carson Wentz. Like those are still good quarterbacks, like solid quarterbacks. So there's a like, usually usually Scroll. there's always like the Texans when they used to make it, they'd have a terrible quarterback. Deshaun Watson. No, before then, you know what I'm talking about. Like they'd or the No, I don't know what you're talking about. You'd watch like Andy Dalton. Like now the Stud. quarterbacks. Or at least like solid in all these games with no people sitting out and like the quarterbacks that make it, so that's going to be sweet.
1: Jalen Hurts is a bum. Taysom Hill could be a quarterback in the playoffs. Grant, that would be that would be the bad scenario. Feels is bad it? that he you stings. started him. He scored more than my other option, Evan, by like fifteen. Because
0: I, I picked up Trey Lance like a fancy football. Because Kirk
1: Cousins got COVID. Hey,
2: rumor has it somebody that I know that I've talked to within the past two hours almost dropped their starting quarterback to pick up Trey Lance.
1: Hmm. Are you just gonna say who the quarterback was?
2: The, Dak Prescott Dak Prescott almost got dropped to pick up Trey Lance.
0: What a little just, just Dak, as a uh he it, you know up. last week. Dak mm-hmm. sucks. Dak sucks. Cowboys have a terrible sucks. game.
1: Yeah.
0: They they need to feed Zekeel. That's a water Evan.
2: It's not. It's Arnold Palmer.
1: Why did I say you were drinking water in the beginning?
2: Like, is a real big that much of excitement before between the differences.
0: Yeah, Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the league. Let's shift to the Orange Bowl now that we got the NFL stuff out of the let way because I like Joe Burrow. <laughs> um. So the best thing that came out of this game was, was that nothing. our account had a viral video, um, that absolutely reached every corner of the internet leading up <laughs> oh into the my game. Oh Gosh, a lot of hate on that as just well. Me
2: being on vacation and then just. Yes. Oh, phone notification. Oh, your phone buzz in your pocket. What is it? You no, can't turn nobody, those nobody's off. Nobody's like. On. Nobody's hitting me up. Nobody's like. Oh, hey, Evan, how's vacation
0: yet? Yeah. Nope. Fifty Tinder matches. 50, <laughs> Tinder matches. Fifty Tinder matches and. A lot of, of people, people complaining about the song. Yeah, uh, but not that many though. I'd like and to then adjust that. A lot of that.
1: people wait. The best part I think of this viral tweet was when Michigan lost. You had like just random people quoting it saying, Whoa this video didn't work. Hey, Any <laughs> well, publicity is good publicity. I don't care. I, I almost responded
0: to several of those people. I was so mad. Like because the other game was an Ohio
1: State fan who quoted it.
0: Yeah, it's like, dude, you got absolutely dusted. So get out of here. But anyways, just the the, the numbers on it. What was eighty thousand views? And then if you go the tweet, like 371,000 impressions, it came across people's feed, 371,000 people. That's absolutely in- insane. I think Alex, I think the numbers held. I think it did more numbers than MSU football's Peach Bowl recap video, which was much better video quality than anything else that the hype video did. Yeah. No, that is accurate. I mean, it's kind of nerdy, but it was just absolutely insane <laughs> that. I mean, obviously, because they made the playoffs is why like that stuff gets buzzed, but that was fun. That was the best thing that came out of this game. Um, and my message to people who don't like Pump It Up, uh, they're probably a boomer, and you just need to learn how to enjoy a song that a team adopts when they have the best season of your lifetime. So I don't care if you hate it, and it just says the same three words over and over again. You just have to enjoy it. Um, As far as the game, I'm sure there's some sicko Michigan State fans tuning in. I'm looking at you.
1: Whoa, okay. that's name. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. name drop.
0: Get there.
2: Get He's an Ohio State fan. Yeah,
0: he probably wants to hear what I think about the <laughs> before ball.
2: we get there. Um, uh, Wilk, Cody, and I just like agreed that like one it would be sweet to go to like a Georgia game. This was before kickoff. This was bo- before kickoff because we were in a bar on Broadway. We watched the first half. Um, doing our bar hopping and the Georgia fans when they bark like they, <laughs> like they do this chant they say go dogs and then they just bark it, it's so I mean it
1: is it is weird can you show us your bark
2: no I'm not doing it because it's Come on, did Grant, I do it in the bar? do I do it in the bar in the game in the bar during the game yes um that feels bad it does feel bad god
1: that's embarrassing to think about <laughs> Dude, imagine
2: him being like a grown-ass man yeah. barking. Dude, imagine a whole stadium doing that during their home games. You could hear yeah, it on the TV. They free. would do it during the kickoffs. I, might I don't be out, kickoff, I'm going to a Georgia game. And they would game. say, go, dogs, and then they would bark.
0: No wonder <clears> they don't beat throat> Alabama. Throat>
2: yeah, but it's it's not like they – I don't know how to describe their bark. It's like a woo-woo-woo kind of like thing, but it's like more of like a bark to it.
1: Like a woof? Like a woof-woof?
2: Like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look it up, dude. <laughs>
1: It's I had so to get disgusting. on the action
2: because it was so stupid. But yeah, continue. Sorry, I'm sure
1: Cody was marking it up.
2: He did and I did right up in his
1: face. <laughs> it was so stupid.
0: Um, but you know, as as the uh, talked all the crap after the Ohio State win, the Iowa win made them look like a pee wee football team. I um, have to address the butt kicking this game was before we get into like the actual what happened. Michigan State, or sorry, Michigan joins the um, illustrious club of Florida State, Michigan State, Washington, Notre Dame, and Cincinnati, who have all been to the playoff and done absolutely nothing and just gotten their doors kicked in, um, which is a pretty rude awakening when you experience it firsthand. The biggest picture takeaway, I would say, from this is, I'm sure you guys will agree, that the Georgia talent level is just another notch above anything Michigan has. I mean, maybe there's one or two guys from Michigan's team. That you could see like getting some minutes on Georgia, but really not that many. And like it just was eye opening. Um, it was all the stereotypes of the SEC is just different, like That's all what that I wrote stuff. Down.
1: SEC yeah. is different, that like, like it means more.
0: Like, it just all came true.
2: Now, like the SEC isn't different, it's just two teams because the rest of the SEC. No, that was right. going to be
1: my next point. Stunk it's just in the
2: bowl games, it's just two teams that are above everybody, facilities, coaching. Money, everything. I is don't think
1: lsu's money. far off either. They just correct LSU's pitch. not
2: far off. Um, yeah, I mean they it's just are producing
1: incredible NFL talent.
0: Yeah, and it is Evan. Like, good point. Great point. Is that I saw. I, I wish I knew the guys had the handle. I didn't save it, but I was reading after the game that about the national championship that a hundred of four, hundred and forty of the hundred and seventy scholarship players for Georgia and Alabama are were either four or five star recruits out of high school. That's just yep. insane to think about. That's just like a monopoly. Like, like Apple and uh, Microsoft and Google, like those are Georgia, Alabama, and I, I guess Clemson still in LSU. Like we'll see how that you goes. not like, right off
1: Clemson yet. It's no, I know, but
0: they're losing everybody, but just poaching that talent. Like those four have a monopoly on the talent in college football. It's like every single dude that Georgia put on the field on the 31st looked bigger, stronger, and faster than anyone Michigan had. And like... The two examples I think of, I tweeted out on our account, was just like seeing Vistartus and um, Jordan Davis bad, at the coin toss. I said it live to Alex uh, in the moment. Like, that is absurd. How it was like the Derrick Henry, Mark Ingram moment, and the Sean Oakman, Baylor moment were at the coin toss. It's just so different. And then the play that st- stands out the most, there's a million, but when Nicobe Dean was in man coverage on Coram and just ran across the whole entire field. Oh and then tackled him like for a tackle for a loss on a swing play was just absurd.
2: but like in Michigan's Special. defense on that play, I mean, we'll get into it. But like that play should work if that kid across the field isn't a freak of nature.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, it's that play going that line.
2: play will work against ninety nine point nine percent of the teams that you face and the linebackers that you face. But that is probably one of the only rare instances where that kid is just the best player on the field.
1: That's no, Harvey is not getting to Blake Corum there. Not. I mean,
2: the goat Cal Holiday. Still not making that play.
1: Van Summeren might. (laughs) Probably will. Van would might get there and miss the tackle.
2: Van Summeren would probably already be there
1: waiting for him. And still miss the tackle.
0: (laughs) Now, the thing is, with all of that being said, which is the main reason everything else I talk about happened is because of the talent. It was one of the sloppier games I've seen Michigan play this year. Like, it was a little infuriating as a Michigan fan it even starts like we want, you know, it's the first play of the game for Michigan on offense, but your, your captain, start, is false starts. It's like, okay, well, that you look like you're going to pee down your pants when something like that happens. And then um, you have a third down, and you have a nice little tight end delay to Schoonmaker, which we talked about before the game. Tight end delays would be huge in this game. It gets tipped at the line, which happens to Kate all the time, and then Schoonmaker just, like, misses it. So, like, just, like, little plays like that. Um, and then a play I highlighted was quarter one, Eight minutes and two seconds to go in the quarter. Fourth and four on Georgia's forty-one going in. Michigan decides to go for it. It's like seven nothing. Kind of a ballsy call. Uh, I respect it though. I like I like being aggressive and going for it. And the play was there. Eric All steps on the guy's toes, runs a five-yard out. Kay just misses the throw. I mean, I watched Joe Burrow make that throw five times against Kansas City. It's just a throw that you have to make in a in a big game, and he just missed it. Um, so plays like that, like that's just uncharacteristic of what they've done this year. And when stuff like that happens, then then the narrow, the margin for error is so small against a team like Georgia that it just bites you in the ass. And then my other point that I'd like to say before you guys say whatever you want to say about the miscues from Michigan is that I should have known... No, I'm not going to say the point yet. Miscues from Michigan, tee you guys up for that. It was a sloppy game, it felt like. You want us to talk about Michigan's miscues? Yeah, I mean, like, from your guys' perspective, like... You've seen Michigan a decent enough this year. Like, it was one of the sloppier games they've played, I feel. Yeah, like. the moment looked too big for them. And mm-hmm. I didn't Agreed. expect
1: that. I thought they would be ready. I thought they'd lose. But I thought they would, you know, play their best. And they played far from their best. They just looked like, uh, yeah, they just were not ready for the moment. It was surprising.
2: I mean, it's definitely tough because, like, the domination happened to your defense. Um, where you probably thought, like, okay, the offense going to struggle a little bit. Defense will probably hold his own for at least a half. But then, like, the roles were reversed where the offense had some success, didn't convert. Um, and the defense, <clears throat> they scored on the first five possessions, um, whether they're field goals or not. I mean, scoring on the first five possessions, difficult to recover from. Mm hmm. Uh, miss, miss assignments, um, eye discipline on uh, a couple of their scoring drives, the one deep-wheel route, and even the scoring play for Bowers. He your safety looking in the backfield. It looked like it was a man-to-man. Hard to believe it was zone. uh. But
0: I'll give him a pass. I'll give him a pass on the um, the outside zone that was a pass play because our noted fake play expert, Alex, that that fooled him even. That was a great fake play by Georgia to get that second touchdown. It did catch me.
2: Yes. I mean, that one is just I like, okay, it, okay. it is what it is. <laughs>
1: Alex was in the backfield. I was. My whole brain was in the backfield. I was stunned when he threw it. Yeah. Uh, Only other thing I'd say, Vincent Gray and Dalen Baldwin Mm. can't see in the lights or just stopped running. I I didn't know what was going on. Vincent Gray just completely stopped running on a deep bomb. I don't know what he was doing. He was like in good position until the ball was two inches away, and then he just stopped. That was embarrassing. Dalen Baldwin, I guess, can't see in the lights. He's never played an outdoor game. Uh under the lights, even though Friday night lights, you probably played your whole high school career um at night. So you should be better than that. You cannot blame something like that in the that, college football semifinal.
0: We got Michigan State versus Rocky Lombardi, uh, Vincent Gray in that game. That was that was tough to watch. Mm-hmm. But the 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 moment I knew it was gonna be bad when it really not like kind of jokingly. I'll tell you when I really thought the game was over because it's almost depressing how long I held on to hope in this game. Alice can attest to that. Um, he was
1: Grant was aggressively cheering when they scored uh when Andrell Anthony I think scored to go down like
0: 34 to 11 or something. 10. I knew it was over then. I was just happy they got a touchdown. Was the Grant
1: was there. Grant told me if it was what, what was the halftime score? 27 to 3. I think he said if it got to 27-10 he feels good.
0: 27-17. I was like, okay. Feels good. I was like, Man, the, I don't the, know how
1: we're even going to get to that point.
0: I'll we get didn't. to it now. So it was just depressing and laughable, like how long as a fan you it takes to sink in that you're not going to win. Like, for example, I wrote down when it was 17-3, to I still felt the game was manageable within Michigan's grasp to get a stop, a score, and then you get the ball back at half to have a chance to make it 17-17. I was like, all right, if it make it 17-10 before half, get the ball, score, 17-17 which anyone unbiased who was watching the game was like, Michigan can't score, they're not moving the ball, and they can't stop Georgia's rushing attack. But when you're a fan, like with the emotions running and alcohol in your body, you're like, okay, there's a chance. Just get a, get a pick six. It's like, no, Georgia doesn't do that. Um, but the, the key, the mojo was no one told me that Dalvin Cook's brother played for Georgia um, before this game it's kicked It's a big off. miss
1: by you to not know that.
0: And the fact that we had to deal with another Cook in the Orange Bowl, game was oh. over. Um, I went with the stats: the, the the Cook family versus Michigan in the Orange Bowl, 32 touches, 338 yards, two touchdowns, 10 yards per touch against Michigan in the Orange Bowl between Dalvin and James. Unbelievable! <laughs> I mean, there's own Michigan. And also, <laughs> kind of weird, the parents named one Dalvin and one James, but that's a different discussion for another day. Outside, um, it- oh, go ahead, Alex.
1: Well. I, I don't know where you want to go from here. I'm sure you have a lot of lingering thoughts. So
0: Michigan's personnel was super head scratching. Uh, they I was played a guy. That. They played Jess Spate, number 67, and Jalen Harrell a lot, who have seen action. I was looking through their game logs. They have appeared in like every game, but they're just not guys you normally see, like Chris Hinton and Mozzie Smith. And I don't know why they were being played as much on early downs. And also, David Ajabo was very quiet. Hutchinson did not have a sack, but he did have. Quite a few pressures and drew a holding penalty at least, so he did show up in a sense. But Ojabo was—you didn't even know Ojabo played if you watched the game, to be honest with you. And that's no offense to Ojabo; I, I love him, but didn't even know he was there. We're going to talk about Hutchinson.
1: What did we think of him, Evan? What do you think of him?
2: Well, obviously, you're going to see like the, the the highlights on Twitter and like the fans bashing him. Um, he made a couple of decent plays when I was watching. I haven't rewatched the entire game. It's hard to overanalyze because we're a little biased towards Michigan State. Um, And with what Georgia was kind of running, it's kind of hard. They're not a spread team. There's more opportunities. They didn't have to throw the ball 50 times um they were getting the ball out quick too they had a lot yes. of like just
0: they like they trusted their wide receivers to abuse michigan's dbs and i'm sure we've all seen the clip of george pickens absolutely pancaking daxton hill uh it was a pretty good strategy to do that
2: um nobody on michigan's team played well like defensively so like over analyze and pick one kid out um I don't want to be that guy. I'm I'm more of a positive guy now Um, in 2022. Nashville changed you. Three days in, Evan is strong. Waffle House changed you. (laughs) Actually, the Waffle House changed me. Um, You know, I don't think it hurt him that much. Um, There was a couple clips of him actually having a decent pass rush move against their offensive lineman. So, obviously, he didn't stay now. He didn't have a sack, but I don't think anybody was even close to getting a sack. Uh, the one like the one move he got pancaked on. He slipped and fell. Yeah, Stenson Bennett scrambled. You. Um, George's left guard had no idea who what was going on, and like Stenson Bennett like scrambled. I think Hutchinson slipped and fell, caught him off guard. Um, so whoever had a free rush at Stenson Bennett actually should have made the sack in that play.
0: And also, speaking of Bennett. Um, I feel lied to by Evan co-host yeah, Evan. He's yeah.
1: much better than you said Evan. the
0: the dagger the dagger of the game was a absolute dime he threw to James Cook on a one on one route versus Junior Colson on third and three. I thought it was like kind of like the plate like but the shot the dagger like I said of the game it was seventeen to three, third and three get a stop. they have to punt, get a chance to make it seventeen, ten. an absolute dime on a go route. I was told he couldn't throw outside the numbers and he absolutely dropped it in the bucket outside the numbers. Evan.
2: Uh, feels bad, you know. Uh, he played one of his best games of his career, um, in the semifinal game. Uh, you know when you're not getting pressure, not getting hands in his face, he's a little undersized. I think it's easier. And then, I mean, all in all, their defensive backs didn't play well. So when you know that you don't have the risk, or well, there's probably zero risk of throwing this deep ball. Um, When you're playing with your team's playing with that much confidence, I think it's just a lot easier to throw. It's not under pressure. You know, if it's incomplete pass, so what? We'll probably pick up a first down in a couple plays, anyways. Um, But he did make some good throws. He did. I did joke to Cody um, because Mint Money's a JT Daniels hater. I did say right after they kicked off and Georgia got like the first kickoff, I said, you know, if JT Daniels were playing, they probably would have already scored. And the offense hasn't even been out on the field yet. So, um, (laughs) He's just like a game manager. just executes the offense well. So, uh,
0: this will be the segment I call "Say Something Nice About Cade McNamara." He had a nice deep ball to Roman Wilson on a go route, and that provided a little bit of hope for him.
2: He had a good scramble on the first drive.
0: The, yeah, the first play, the first real yeah. play from scrimmage, he did. He had the wheels. Um, um,
2: he's tough. I saw him get absolutely pancaked by Jordan Davis a couple times, and he like got up a little bit slow, but you know, got right back into the huddle.
0: The amount of times I saw Alex flinch sitting next to him when J.J. McCarthy took a shot from a Georgia player. he was getting
1: crushed. What was (laughs) was he doing?
0: No sliding. Slide.
1: He got murdered a couple times. Just popped right up. But yeah, it was surprising.
0: I feel comfortable saying this now, looking back. I think Michigan shouldn't have abandoned the run as much. I know they wouldn't have won the game still, but I think it at least would have made it closer cosmetically, which would have felt better. Because it's surprising to read that Edwards and Haskin each averaged four yards per carry. Um, combined them together, they had like 13 carries for 55 yards. Like they were falling forward. They were now they were getting stopped for zero yards and negative yards. And the craziest thing, Evan, I said to Alex, because I knew the stat going in, the Georgia was able to force the first tackle... F- uh rush for negative yards that Michigan had all season. They had never had a tackle for loss against them all season. And Jordan Davis just went and did that himself. So yes, Georgia did stop the run, but it was surprising to see that they each had four yards per carry. Uh, it looked like Haskins did get banged up in this game, but it would have been nice for them to like, maybe just pound the ball a little bit more, even when you're down. It's kind of sad to do that, but I think abandoning the runs is kind of tough and not their MO. So I don't know how I feel about that. And then obviously the main lingering takeaways I have from this game is where we'll kind of close it up here is that it seems like, at least on Michigan Twitter, that there's a QB, I wouldn't even call it controversy. Many people I saw said JJ is for sure the number one starter this next year. And I just, we'll get into it more when we do the season wrap up and previewing for next year. But like, I don't know if I feel that way a hundred percent, but something is going to happen in the off season with these two. And I don't know what it is. And I'm just curious what your guys' thoughts are since you're not blinded by um, being a Michigan fan, I guess.
1: Uh, I think it's J.J.'s job to lose. I think he'll uh, – I think Kate will probably be the starter in the spring if he stays around, and I think they'll have a competition. But, uh, yeah, I would be surprised if J.J. doesn't start the first game, whether that's correct or not. I would be surprised if he doesn't start.
2: I think it's a little overreaction for Michigan fans. Um, they'll overanalyze. Obviously, in the biggest game, he didn't play his best, um, but he got you there. Um, with a few mistakes throughout the entire year, and he played well. I mean, yes, he is facing the best defense in the country, and you would like him to play better. But I think it's just like an, I think it's going to be an open competition. I don't think Harbaugh's is going to hand it over to anybody, and I expect McNamara and JJ to both stay because they probably both think they have a chance to be the starter.
1: Yeah, I'd say they probably and don't I, know. So
2: yeah, it's probably an open competition from spring to summer and into the fall. So.
1: I'm Just sure one of them doesn't like turn it, into a two.
2: Yeah. I think I'm sure one of them will probably get upset or pissed if they do the same thing that they did this year where they're rotating guys.
0: If you're one of those sickos that is producing a transfer and wants Cade to leave the storyline of him going to Nevada to replace Carson strong. Cause that's his home state makes a lot of sense. And um, wow. Notre Dame, it's quite the drop off, man. And Notre Dame um, recruited Cade Hart out of college. He was a Notre Dame commit and they just lost Jack Cohn. I don't know who they have coming in, but those would be two. Nevada would be terrible. That would say yeah. a lot. I don't know what I don't know what'll happen, but guys I really want to hear hope... uh
1: want a trivia question before sure. we go to the next one. Love, love yeah. trivia. All right. Michigan has played in eight BCS slash New Year's six games.
0: I don't even care the answer. Including the
1: semifinal. Can you name the wins? And how many? Uh, we dusted Florida with Jake Rudock. That was not a New Year's Six game, Grant. Should have no. been. Since when? That was this uh, in the whole BCS New Year's Six era. So that's like 1998 to now. We were beating oh. Alabama at halftime.
0: That counts as a win in my book.
2: BCS. How many wins do they have?
0: I can't Zero. tell you. That's part of the trivia question. No,
2: they beat uh, Virginia Tech in the Sugar Bowl. There's in one. 2000, in 2000. Well, that would have been the bowl game, 2011. If it's football if it's year, BCS and New
0: Year's Six is probably one. 2012 Sugar. <sighs> there's two.
2: And the and they won the Orange Bowl. No, yeah, they beat Alabama. Sean Alexander in the
1: 2000. Evans trivia remains undefeated. 2000?
2: 2000
0: Orange Bowl against Alabama. Yeah. Tom Brady.
2: Tom Brady. And China's then a long lot long. of
1: bells. <clears throat> Three okay, Rose Bowl so t- losses.
0: Two things to close up. I wrote, just for Michigan fans to think about going into the offseason, what is missing from this team, obviously, as you watch Georgia to get to that level? Going to need an elite QB. I know they didn't don't have one. They have Stetson Bennett, but like I don't think Michigan will ever match that recruiting profile to have all the other guys be so good. So you're going to need an elite QB. You're going to need like a game-changing QB. You're going to need much better like dominant D line play when it comes to the run because you had the pass rushers this year, but you got carved up by Michigan State and you got carved up by Georgia. So you're going to need dominant rush defensive linemen. And then I think after what I saw, you're going to need really good linebackers. You're going to need guys that can fly around and stop the run as well. And then your skill players, obviously, they got to be good too. Um, I also love the offseason narrative. Uh, I told Alex it was going to start right away and it did. It was on cue. I just love how predictable it is of like McCarthy, Edwards, Andrew, Anthony, Coram, like soaking in the loss and lingering out there and watching the Georgia players celebrate to like motivate them for next season. Um, that's just a tale as old as time. And then a little trivia for you guys, a little history for you guys did some digging here. What if this is a parallel um, from MSU's loss to Alabama in the Capital One Bowl in 2010? 49 to 7 dropping they realized what they needed to get to and they won four straight bowl games after that maybe that's in store for the hardball wolverines i think that's a terrible comparison
1: <laughs> or
2: another conspair- comparison they go three, three and nine, nine after yeah, they lose that's what i thought you were
0: going there's no Wait. chance michigan goes three and nine next year there's way too much talent coming back so that won't happen i, f- I like the capital one bowl theory <sighs> See what see the mountaintop. You weren't playing in the Capital One Bowl. That Alabama team was the
2: greatest Alabama team of all time.
1: The one we played <laughs> in the Capital One Bowl was very good. I mean, I don't know about race greatest of all time.
2: Go, go look at that roster. They had Julio Jones and Mark Ingram. It's because they lost one game to uh, Cam Newton. And they'd be like, oh, you know what? Capital One Bowl. Here we go. <laughs> I'll
0: have to do my deep digging in the Alabama <laughs> rosters. Um... Let's transition to the Peach Bowl, which you've heard about from Evan's trip, you didn't hear about the game. So I'll tee you guys up for who wants to start with your takeaways from, what, an 11-2 and two season? Is that yeah, right? Yeah. I want to start with a trivia question. I love it. Bring oh. it on.
1: Um, can you name how mm-hmm. many 11-win seasons the two in-state programs have had since 20? Michigan,
2: Michigan State 6, Michigan 2.
0: Why Correct. compare? Correct.
1: <laughs> Just making sure sh- people are aware of the programs
0: in the state, Graham, because we are unbiased and I need to report the facts. Also, bull games outside of the playoffs don't matter anymore. So, uh,
1: just so you know, Damn. the six times that Michigan State has won 11 games, that is fifth in the nation. Since go tell Dan, Dan Leach to
2: go delete his tweets from 2015 that fraud, shoot him into the sun.
1: Said we were the worst program in the country behind Kansas.
2: No, Dan Leach also said back in 2015 he would rather win the Citrus Bowl than lose in the playoffs.
1: I wonder
0: if he and still then, feels that And way.
2: then he re-asked that question and said, how are you feeling? Like, which one was better? And he was basically saying, I'd rather be in the playoffs than a meaningless Peach Bowl. But he wasn't saying that in 2015.
0: Yeah, he's a loser. That says a lot. I wouldn't even have Dan Leach on this show. That's how much I think of him. Or a little yeah, I think of him.
1: yeah. Shoot him into the sun. <laughs> Could you name the four programs ahead of Michigan State?
0: Super Alabama,
2: Ohio State, Clemson, and probably Georgia.
1: No, Oklahoma. Georgia, yeah, Oklahoma, correct. Great job, Evan. Thanks, man. Trivia undefeated. All right, I'm going to start with the fact that uh, the running backs, without not named Kenneth Walker because he did not play, did not look very good. Evan, thoughts?
2: Um, it was sad to see Jordan Simmons get the first handoff. And run uh, straight in the line into the back of alignment. I mean, that's what he time. usually does. If he goes outside, he's going to fumble it because he can't take contact. Um, <laughs> I, would like to see, I would like oh, to see. I would like to see Joiner and oh, Collins play more. Collins just didn't because get a it lot is is the ball game. I I, did, I understand that. I just don't understand
0: why. It's, did Harold Joiner like pay you twenty bucks to talk nice about him this season or something? I don't think he's, he's just that a bad. Big body just guy. Good athlete.
2: got recruited by Michigan State. Got recruited by the SEC. Went to Auburn. Wasn't to play behind tank. And so he came back. He's just a big, like a like physically bigger. Do we it's have like to Haskins unlock and his Corum. It's like you look at Haskins, you're like, okay, this dude is a running back. You look at Corum, he's like, you know what? Hopefully he hangs in there. Then you look at Joyner <laughs> and you're like, this dude is a running back. You look at Simmons, you're like, definitely on special teams, man. Like, I don't know why you're getting like Cornell ten was handoffs. Um, in fairness, it's a pet and her doozy run defense, so they are going to stop the run at all costs. Yeah. So, like, give or take there. Um. Don't be Ryan, my father. Just saying. Um, that the entire offensive line is terrible, and that like our offensive line coach is terrible, and he wishes he would have went to USC because of the Peach Bowl performance.
0: I like that narrative, though. That's fun. <laughs> Super <laughs> That's ridiculous. That 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 gets clicks. That gets clicks. And
2: he said, "Our run game will be nothing now that Kenneth Walker is gone." Um. But he did compliment on Walker. Said he was the best one in the country. So you know, give or take, Ryan, give or take.
0: Well, it's at the it, until they prove it. I'm declaring Michigan State's running game gone until it's proven otherwise. Oh, without Jesus God. Christ! It's gonna hurt.
2: It's gonna hurt. It's the most it's dramatic thing I've ever heard.
0: <laughs> now, Jalen Berger might be sweet. Uh, I hope anyone else you, you bring in might be sweet. Uh, Cal, uh, Cole Cabana may be sweet, but until it happens, it's dead. It's gone.
1: What if they bring in Lou Nichols and he goes in the portal? From central and we just bring in the number one rusher in the country i'll be higher on it but or right now, the wake dead. forest running back to started over kenneth walker who entered the transfer portal today
0: would be huge if they brought him in but right now it's dead or trey citizen the four-star athlete <laughs> overreaction monday all
1: right next question evan i have for you okay peyton thorn through the first three quarters was it as bad as it looked on television in person
2: um. No, I he looked wouldn't... bad
1: for 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 a little bit there. Really struggling. Couldn't make little five yard outs. Yeah. Um. In the stance, I wouldn't say we
2: were. The fans were blaming Thorn. I think it was more frustration, totally on the entire offense. Um. Obviously, he had the strip sack fumble, that led to a touchdown. Um. He wasn't knocked He was knocked down that time. Um. Yet the bad interception was a clear, just, I'm going to stare down this guy and cover two, and then corner ran with him, safety jumped it. Um, he obviously made some good throws. He His uh, completion percentage wasn't that good. I think it was just above 50%. Um, but when you have no run game, you have no balance. I think it's difficult. Um, yeah, those middle parts of the games. I think it was more frustration on the entire offense we also were moving the ball and then what stalled out we moved the ball missed a field goal
1: so oh, i would just like to say uh don't say it thank you for your service matt coglin you don't mean it looking I'll see you at ricks looking forward to the future
0: i want on the record that when i was super super belligerent at ricks one night after um a big michigan state win and i told
1: you're geeked out over
0: coglin i told coglin to his face you're a great kicker man and i like point and Touched his chest. You're you a great jinxed him man. ever since that moment. I don't. I take it back. I don't mean it. He stinks. He's
1: horrible. I he's don't atrocious. want to bash him, but he's really terrible. Thirty-three yards, Evan. Congrats on the marriage. I hope it goes great. Yeah. Congrats on getting married. Uh, you don't have an NFL career. Um, so inside sources,
2: inside Coglin's inner circle, um, Rumor has it he is still totally. injured from earlier in the season because he does he's not finishing his kicks with his hip flexor injury. I agree with that though. He looks so weak
0: passive when he kicks so yeah you know what i um, take back my diss. i think he is playing injured if you got this far matt um I don't hit me
2: he is playing injured because he wasn't doing the kickoffs we had the elder kid kicking off and right. i watched that elder kid kick off during warm-ups and um let's just say i watched him like kick like six times and i think he made one of them oh
1: okay that's why we have a five-star kicker coming in
2: congrats you, guys, you uh, have the job
0: you guys need PFT commenter to come in and uh, solve this problem.
2: Hey, he said he's automatic from 40 yards, and that 33-yarder would have went to the ups,
0: right? I just know it. Can we give a quick clap for uh, Nick Patty? That kid laid it all on the line in the Peach Bowl. That I mean, one drive. Guys, two drives. Guys, guys opting out in this soft era. The dude threw his shoulder on the line to hit the pylon, and he just really balled out. And I, I mean, honestly think it's a lot. It's, it was a close game, but it would have been probably overtime if Nick Patty stays in that thing. Kid was balling maybe
2: he was uh, defense played really well though i mean defense yes it, was the game well. would probably change if their third string quarterback wasn't in
0: five oh. sacks five sacks i wrote down watch out for msu's d line next year but they are losing Panishuk, so and what beasley so that could hurt Panishuk, but,
2: beasley jordan um, five sacks, we are bringing in transfers alex We're getting van
1: Someren, quicker so chris bogle jacoby Winman, aaron oh. brulee Rashawn True
2: Benny a linebacker, bro.
1: Yeah, but he's going to be coming <clears throat> off the edge on stand-up edge rusher stuff. and Grant's going to lose his mind over it. <laughs> linebacker. Um, next
0: if you guys stand-up stand edge rush, I might become an MSU fan.
1: <laughs> You'll see. Gr- Grant time, did admit to me uh, during the semifinal that uh, he does not hate Michigan State anymore. He basically said he likes them and he's going to cheer for them forever.
0: So No. So when Michigan we appreciate fi- you, Grant. Welcome to the when good me- side. All right, we can play this. Next question, <laughs>
1: Jaden Reed.
0: How good? Gone. He's gone. He's. I think he's, he comes uh, back. Going the, he's going to the draft.
1: There is. There's rumblings um, he's coming back. Did you see the deleted tweet? Yes, from, from MSA football tweets, yesterday. The legacy continued, and it was a picture of Jaden Reed, and then they deleted it.
2: It was a whole video about the number one jersey.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I liked it. I watched the entire video before it got deleted. I didn't even know it got deleted. Um.
0: You got did? push notifications on for that account? Yes. Yes, I do. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely,
2: definitely. Uh,
0: jersey uniform reviews. Yes. Oh
1: we yes, we're losers, Yeah. Hey, uh, um so yeah, I think he's gonna come back. I don't um I don't know. But how good is he, Evan? How he's, much how far could he take us
0: next year just as
1: being the guy? Eleven and two.
0: Wow. That good. No chance. There's no I mean, rain attack. Until Grant. proven otherwise.
2: <laughs> Enough. I, you have a, you have a number one. Athlete on the field, you have a number one wide receiver that everybody has to account for. Um, electric and punt returning. I mean, it's just a guy that 50 50 balls, you always have to have a safety over top, unless you want to do 50 50 chance. And I like our chances when he's up there.
1: In three of the four biggest games, Jaden Reed has mossed his one on one defender several yep. times for
0: touchdowns. Jaden Reed is really good. Um, I you think have he, to like him now that you're a
1: Michigan State fan.
0: I told you that he's like, he's really good. And there's no like, yeah, he's he's incredible. He's a great wide receiver. I think mm-hmm.
2: he should leave. Um,
1: I his don't know, stock is higher, that start. higher. That's not thing, to
2: That's my thing. But also like, I, I don't know. People always say this every single year. Like, oh, but next year's wide receiver class is going to be as strong. And then like, oh, then next year happens. And the wide receiver class is like just as strong. Um. Well, like you look at the names in this wide receiver class, it's it's pretty deep. It's a deep um, class. But look in the NFL now and more spread, uh, COVID. And so I think people would probably risk like getting as many athletes on their team as possible. And he always benefits from being a punt returner.
0: I just also think like this was breaking as we came onto into the show, essentially. And I was not prepared for Naylor to leave. I didn't know his status. I just I already booked him in for having to deal with him next year as a Michigan fan. There were rumors when, when leaving. When you're Jane Reed and you're better than Naylor, and no disrespect to Naylor, Jane Reed's a better player. When you see him leave, you're like, I'm going to go get that back too. That's what I think. Like, maybe he was thinking about coming back, but you see Naylor leave. How Reed, How does Jayden Reed stay?
1: I mean, Naylor's has, a, s- a senior.
0: He played right, high school football. Basically. He played high school football with Thor, Thorne. I get it. Um, I, I get that connection. I don't know what it's like. I have never made a D1 with my high school teammate, but... I can see why. Maybe you want to run it back one more time. Paying the just don't come want out, him to say. come back,
1: and you're just kind of projecting that on the podcast.
0: No, well, I don't want him to come back. <laughs> I want him to get that bag because I want his future success. You want like, yeah. him to stink. And honestly, it's like how, but but the point remains objectively. Like, how do you watch Naylor go pro and not go pro yourself when you know you're better?
1: Because he loves college and he wants to win a championship for Mel Tucker.
0: Like Kenneth Walker was most important to that team. But Reed, like, and and I was completely joking. I that on the record in our group chat when I said Payne Thorne's mid without him. But there is a question in my mind, a burning question for next year: is what does Thorne look like if he were to lose Naylor and Reed? Because as as funny as the meme is, like <beep> Jalen Reed down there somewhere, that was true. Like that happened a lot this year, where you just chucked it up and it was a good ball, but Jalen Reed mossed somebody and made a good play, and that they're gonna need to find that guy. If that does I, I happen, I think
1: if he were to leave. There will be a lot of questions at wide receiver, but I think the the talent is there. It's just whether or not they can take coaching and become better. Keon all, Coleman has all the tools. He's you have just to take gotta. It.
0: You have to take Tux coaching. Learn how learn how would you not take it. Tux coaching?
1: Also, breaking news: Dylan Gabriel just announced he's going to Oklahoma.
0: So, I'm so tired of transfer QBs. Different discussions. He decommitted from wherever he was, and he just he's said committed he's going to, to UCLA. Oklahoma. Yeah, he's going to Oklahoma now. Really. Yeah, Cal Halday is a legend. My favorite player on Michigan Rick State. Rick,
1: no flare drip. Gotta love that guy.
0: So good. The fact that he pointed to the heavens on the 35-yard line going in when he's the slowest dude on the field is just like he's just not warms that my heart. Slow, come on. He's he's slower than he's slower than Simeon Barrow. I'll promise you that. No, no, 100, he is. Shout out Simeon Barrow for playing. Too. Oh, Evan, was, Evan looks like he just got broken up with by somebody. It's the Dylan Gabriel.
2: Dylan Gabriel. Saying, no,
0: it's it's
2: my boy. It just. Yeah, it's it's free agency. That's I forget all that you have
0: an allegiance to UCLA through NCAA Football 14. I absolutely 100% heard. do. Um, trivia. Guys, trivia? Yeah. Yeah, I love trivia. The last. Do you guys know the record of Michigan State? The last time they won a bowl game against backup quarterbacks that you guys got super excited about.
2: We went seven and six the next year.
0: Boom. Evan nailed it. Not saying that's going to happen. Just saying if history does repeat itself, that's what's going to happen. What was that game?
2: Uh, Washington State.
0: Washington State.
2: In the Holiday Bowl.
0: I remember yeah. being at Alex's in Alex's living room, and you guys were just going crazy with your Boulevard Market apps. And I was like, you got Boulevard Market apps for this game? Like, this game is going to be a blowout. They don't even have Tramp. their best player. The difference
1: of that game, it wasn't really about who we were playing. It was about the fact we went 3-9. and nine. We had a chance to win 10 games the next year, and then everyone could say Mark was back, and he knew what he was doing, which he didn't. And, uh, yeah, so that was just the moment was different. Not necessarily the opponent. I wouldn't compare these two at all. I would. Mel Tecker is I rising. Did. Mark D'Antonio was declining. Recruiting Jeez. is rising. Recruiting was declining. There's a big difference in these two scenarios. Huge. One was the Holiday Bowl on like a, the December 27th. No one watched. And then the other was did. a New Year's Six Peach Bowl.
2: Well, Gus Johnson Joe Clatt called that game on Fox. Come on. It, it, was, no, it, was, their, it was Fox's no first way. Holiday
1: Bowl.
0: I feel old now. <clears throat> This is not comparable. Um, what are you guys? Uh, any other lingering takeaways from the Peach Bowl?
1: Uh, I wrote the D-line. Looked good. I wrote down Marky Lowry, your boy, played. I think he started.
0: So. That's just a footnote. That's a footnote in a game dominated by Cal Halliday. Just your guy. So I just wanted you to know that. And yeah, that's about it. I mean, probably like a top. 15 catch i've seen live from Naylor.
1: that was nice
0: really the nice. level of difficulty Adjustment. on that play is like super absurd
1: also and dropped also one.
0: also crazy that the peach bowl the Benz had a camera in the ceiling that caught that and the peach bowl tweeted it out that was absurd
2: it's awesome i'm so I'm glad sure you i guys have, have that s- video in my in my life now
0: i'm sure you guys have watched that like 20 times i've watched it like five it's an unbelievable angle um but now i guess briefly uh, I think do people do love our take on the national scene, and we just watched Georgia dominate Michigan. National championship predictions coming up on the 10th. I will say this. I'm much more invested in this game after seeing Georgia up close and personal. I still haven't watched like a full-length Alabama game all year. I've seen decent chunks of some of their games. So, But after you get to know these players, it's just weird. I don't know how you guys feel, but like after watching the way Georgia played and what they look like, it's stunning that they lost as bad as they did to Alabama. I didn't realize how great they were. And it's also mind-blowing that, like it is, but it isn't, mind-blowing that Alabama is underdogs again. Like, they just dusted this team and now they're plus three. And it's like, I don't know what to think about this game. I'm curious how you guys are viewing this national championship game. Evan never barks alone, so I have a feeling I know where he's Never
2: bark alone. Um, It will be interesting how... Georgia adjusts the second time they face them. Because clearly they stopped the run. Um And Cincinnati kind of was playing a 3-3 stack where people are like, oh my gosh, Alabama's just going to run the ball down their throat. But every offensive coordinator loves passing. And I would say like Cincinnati letting Alabama run the ball down their throat just kept them in the game more. Yes, Cincinnati has two elite corners and probably can play in the NFL. One's going to be a first-round pick. Um, But you expect that to be on Georgia's side too. It just a matter of fact is Georgia gonna give up numbers in the box to defend the pass because Bryce Young carved him up last time. Um, and it's no a matchy. chess match. No matchy this time. It's a matchy. chess match between Nick Saban and Kirby Smart. His assistants never beat him. Uh, kind of interesting because the game's in Indianapolis, so not really any like home probably field pretty advantage. Split, I would Last say. time they played a national championship game, the game was in Atlanta, so you'd probably see more Georgia fans, but probably split. <clears throat> um and then this is like who I don't think it's gonna be like the blowout that we saw in the in the SEC championship game. I think George is a little angry now. Uh, I expect them to play better. I think it's actually gonna be pretty close, but I don't understand why George is favored. Um, but I do like Georgia in it. I just don't understand why they're favored.
0: Yeah, I love it's, Georgia in a bounce back. Love them. it's breaking. It's breaking my brain. Alex, I, you love them. I, see, uh, I yeah. I, I don't know if I, I love them,
2: but it's just so so hard to go
1: against like Nick Saban. I'm getting so Alabama LSU vibes rematch championship, but this time it's against Nick Saban. Which the only slight hesitation I have is Nick Saban. But if, it, if there was any other head coach and all the same things happened, I would hammer Georgia. Alabama I mean, didn't win both those? No, no they Alabama lost 9-6 to six in Tuscaloosa and, and to Tyron called it the game of the year, or yeah. game of the decade, and then they lost. Then they won so, the Central championship.
0: You must be admitting that Michigan's a pretty good ball club, Alex, if you're that impressed by Georgia by what they I've did. I've been
1: impressed like, by Georgia all season. I think the SEC championship game, I don't know what happened. They just... I don't know, but I think without matchy, uh, they, they've played them now, so they should have plenty of film to get it right. Uh, they lost once in the national championship game to them. I don't see it happening again. I just feel like Georgia's defense is super pissed off after the SEC championship game where they sucked. And I think they're going to play a lot better the second time around. And I think Stetson Bennett is way better than I realized. And he wasn't the reason they lost the first time so he did throw like I will, 6 in the fourth quarter
0: that oh. didn't matter i will lead us off with predictions for this i'm going to go 30 to 27 alabama strictly because i will not go against saban you guys could be smart until it happens That's and good. i feel bad about it like my gut says georgia you watch them grant but Bryce Young won the Heisman for a reason 30 27 tied Hard to go back to back though. Um, Alabama's never gone back to back. Oh, I'm gonna
1: go. It's actually Bill Belichick's turn to win a Super Bowl. If no. Saban, they go alternate every year.
0: Zach Taylor. <laughs> so,
1: Life, April. for April takes um,
2: that. I'm gonna go Georgia. Wolf of yeah. Bark. <laughs> they don't say bark, but they bark. Um, I'm going to say Georgia, similar score to Grant. I'm going to say Georgia 32-28.
0: Mm.
1: 31-21. Barks. Late touchdown. Interesting.
0: So in the 30-20 to 20 range, I like it. It'd be a good game. It'd be a really yeah. good game. A- 144, five stars. I
1: think no matchy is a big problem for Alabama.
0: I mean, Cincinnati
1: was in that for quite a while. Not really, but it wasn't a blowout.
0: Evan, this is also a debate Alex and I had. I think it's super obvious. If Tom Brady started for Michigan in the Orange Bowl, they win that game easily? Well, that wasn't the question
1: live. Michigan was down like 24 (laughs) points, and we said if Tom Brady came in right now, would they come
0: back? No, I thought it was like 17-3. to And I was like, if Tom Brady came in, I think they win. No, you were kind of not thinking that. Because they're Michigan's I was, defense. I was confused. Yeah, I was like, he, they're never going to get a stop. You but didn't like Tom, really
1: give an answer, actually, now that I
0: think about it. I'm curious what Evan thinks. So, like, is Tom Brady that good? Yeah, if like, he started the game, Greatest Michigan
1: quarterback wins.
2: of all time.
0: Yeah, I know. It's like, I think he would. I think it's that big of a difference. This is a stupid debate. Because yeah, he I would call
2: just, his own offense, and he would just be surgical across the field.
0: If he started yeah, he
2: the game, Michigan
1: would win easily.
2: If he came the in test- the second half, they would have definitely scored like 21 points in the second half.
0: But would it have been enough? I don't know. Well, based on what happened, no, because they end up scoring 34. Yeah. 34-11 feels so much better than 34-3. I know how dumb that sounds, but that is how I feel. Sad field goal alert.
2: Sad touchdown
0: alert. Huddle I was, I, mentality. I told I Alex, was, I, was, I I, I, pray to God Jim does not kick a sad field goal in this game because it'd be so embarrassing, and thank God they didn't. Um, And now, yeah, folks, you already guessed it. It's going to be a longer one, right? Because the boys are having fun. Uh, College basketball now, Michigan versus MSU preview. I do not want to overlook Nebraska and Rutgers, which I believe our teams play midweek. But you guys can overlook Nebraska and be fine. Michigan cannot overlook Rutgers because the Mm storyline going into this game, I don't think there's a fan duel line out yet because I'd be way too far in advance. But if we're playing guess the number, it's at Chrysler. Chrysler's not much of a home Advantage, I it's was going to be, be Michigan loud. state now Michigan State was only favored by what up a, a point and a half against Northwestern, so maybe it's going to be a pickup. but Northwestern is pretty good. good. but if I had to like if, if someone's a like grant wants to line you're a bookie, I'd be like Michigan State at least five and a half, six and a half like in this game. I I that don't seems see like how a lot I'm I right. do I'm telling you right now I don't see how Michigan wins this game. I don't have an answer for you. I Unless they just get stupid hot from three. I think it's possible. But. And as it, it might have been gross the way you guys won, but Michigan State pulling that game out in years past, like last year when I watched them lose it, it makes me feel even better about Michigan State. Like they Winning games gross, your favorite thing ever, Alex, like when a team wins, but they look bad. Oh, at least they still won playing bad. That's a good thing. That's a good sign for the future.
1: No, I don't think Northwestern's that bad either.
0: I mean, I think they're Tell- going to be a decent
1: team in the Big Ten this year.
0: So I want Evan, you can start, and then go Alice. Let's do it this way. Like you guys are Michigan State fans, let Michigan fans know what they're going to exceed from this Michigan State team on Saturday. What's the sky report?
2: Scouting report. We are, we do have depth. Um, a little bit more depth than I think Michigan does. Coming off the bench, um, we're thin at post players. Um, foul trouble can hurt us at times if we get thin there. Um Sissoko's not developing as fast. He did get minutes against high point and he looked terrible at times. So just oh, two guys down whoa, low. Whoa, whoa. That's my guy. Good at times.
1: Um He's not gonna play playable in this game.
2: at times. Unless he has to. Um Gabe Brown over the last five games, I think is averaging 17 and a half points. Joey Hauser over the last five games close to averaging a double double. He was the highest plus minus last game against Northwestern. People forget. Quit playing blame on one player when it's a team effort. That felt uh, personal. It does, because the Michigan State fans are idiots.
1: <laughs> uh, Including Alex.
2: Was like, Just because yes. I don't like
1: Joey Hauser doesn't mean I don't realize what he does good.
2: Uh, turnovers are obviously the big K. Tyson Walker has uh, developed a little bit of a game. It didn't play well against Northwestern, but, you know, that's okay. It plays well defensively. Uh, but Also, the Northwestern game in the second half was unbearable, and almost at times you couldn't watch it. It was the most unwatchable, long-lasting January second game that was meaningless. To thirty-six anything. second half fouls. There was no point to like for the game to drag on that much, and they barely called any fouls in the first half.
1: Yeah, like, I don't, I don't like even twelve in the first half, thirty-six in the second. Half.
2: Um, it's just a matter if we have enough days off for rest if our guys from COVID. Are 100 because you saw Bingham a little bit winded against Northwestern. Uh, he was tapping out before his like four minute play, four minutes. He's kind of tapping out around three. Uh, I do like the matchups. Like your guards are younger, we're more experienced. It's just a matter of turnovers, and then it's. Hate to say it, but it's down to Dickinson and Bingham.
1: I wrote that down.
2: Um, if Dickinson can have his way down low, foul trouble, or if Bingham struggles against him. I think Bingham now has more of an offensive game where he can step out and hit a 12-foot jump shot now, which would be nice to see. Uh, And then we just need to shoot better from three because we were one for 10 in the first half uh, with a lot of air balls.
1: Yeah, we didn't shoot too well off the little COVID game. Yeah,
2: and we only have two-day rest in between. Well, Sunday we have two-day rest. We play on Wednesday, two-day rest. We have to
1: travel to Chrysler. At least it's home on Wednesday. Yes. Um Michigan State's going to run in transition. They're going to turn the ball
0: over a bunch. I think that's the key. I think transition is the key to the game. Is with most Michigan State games, like you saw it with Northwestern a little bit, is like whenever this year, if you can make Michigan State have to grind it out in the half court, that's like when all their most teams turn the ball over in transition. (laughs) Michigan State turns it over in the half court more often than not. Like making them grind out the shot clock would be to Michigan's advantage. Uh, I don't. I don't I don't think they're gonna do great in transition defense. I don't even I know
2: machine starters are.
0: Also well, we'll get to we'll get to that, Evan, because I'm gonna lay out why they're so bad so far. Oh, okay.
1: The only other point
0: uh off of what Evan was saying, uh
1: defensively, which you State say is very solid so far this season. Bingham inside down low, block wise is uh very important. So if Bingham were to get in foul trouble, kind of lose that uh that anchor in the defense. And then lastly, Max Christie's perimeter defense is extremely crucial. Uh, When he was out, I know it was against high point, but uh, the defense struggled mightily on the perimeter without him. Um, Hogard and Tyson Walker kind of get blown off the ball sometimes. Mainly Because
2: Holkar doesn't move his feet. And then when no, he gets beat. he just beat, bodies
1: and then he, he fouls. And then he,
2: and then he gets a foul called and then he has to blame it on somebody else. Or he puts his hands up and it's most favorite so thing of all time.
1: might be the most infuriating player of all time where he just shows flashes of how just, he can yeah, be very good. the trickiest player in so bad, college basketball. So bad other times. Like yesterday with like four minutes left. He tried to go one-on-one. He's just crossing over in front over and over and turned the ball over. I'm like, what are you doing? I, I don't get tra- it.
2: He also turned the – he traveled the first time he touched the ball in the game. Just a pass up top to him, like an inbounds pass. Shuffle his feet before he takes the dribble.
1: But then on U- against UConn, it he helps the team go on a 9-0 run and win the game.
2: I, don't I know. mean, Hogar did have an and-one late in the game to kind yeah. of shift the- momentum changes. He's all over the
1: place.
0: He's got yeah. bad tunnel vision. He's just like – puts his heads down and only seems like a little scone really Yeah, you know remember really remember bad. the madden remember the madden where they like qb vision him? yeah it like hogar's is like when he like looks at the court
1: we make some great He's, passes sometimes
0: sometimes so a lot of times he puts his heads down and then you'd be like okay how do you end up there
1: better than people think though
0: uh i don't have to apologize like i don't have to apologize but i will because i said to alex um uh, well, it's not a full apology. It's just like an acknowledgement of Gabe Brown is making the senior leap that I was I doubtful he would. he would make. I was skeptical of it because like a lot of times I had seen him, watched him throughout his years and like, okay, like this is guy's a good like shrieky shooter, but I don't think he's a guy you're relying on. And it turns out he's made the jump and has much more of like a well-rounded game. And as it stands right now, as it goes, you know, shooting... 39.8% from three, basically 40% on 6.3 attempts per game, 15 points per game, anchoring the offense. It's a jump that I did not see. And honestly, like that, I think is the biggest reason offensively they're having such success because I've seen the flashes in person of Christie, but that is one thing. I'm very curious to see how Christie and Houston played against each other in this game. I think we'll learn a lot about the freshmen, like in their premier match. I mean, both these teams have played massive games so far this year, so it's not like... I don't know, but just like the rivalry kind of hits a little bit different as the kids say when you play, you just want to see what it looks like. Um for Michigan State fans, this is not the Michigan team you saw last year. I think like this is long overdue, but football season's been so big, but now we have to turn our attentions to it. I told <laughs> you if you if people remember um in our brief season preview of basketball that I'm my biggest concern is like Michigan's grit and leadership and who is going to like be the alpha on this team. And I think we're seeing like that to me stands out the most of like the lack of killer instinct they have and just replacing the amount of talent they lost, which in the moment I didn't realize was such crucial talent. Uh, like if we just look at the lineups briefly here last year, they trotted out Mike Smith, Eli Brooks, Franz Wagner, Isaiah livers and Dickinson. Okay. And then this year, a lot of their lineups are it's Eli Brooks, Devonte Jones, Houston, Musa Diabite, and Dickinson. So it's just like a different looking lineup, not as not as much skill, not as much three-point shooting. And then also you just think about, and you go back to the guy, a guy that is a perfect example of the difference between this year and last year in Michigan basketball is Alex's guy, Shaundi Brown. Like there's just no alpha Already. dog. There's no, <laughs> there's no like... Yeah, just grit, just defensive three and D guy off the bench. Like just that whole like leader alpha mentality between Livers and Wagner is completely gone. We see in the NBA now the talent that Wagner had that we just didn't I didn't I took for granted, you know, people made fun of him after the UCLA loss. He had a bad shot, but like the kid clearly was a very talented player. I think I've come around in the beginning, I was like, all right, everyone's crapping on their defense. And I was like, I don't think the defense is that much of a problem. It is. It's, it's definitely a problem. If we look on Ken Palm, which is like the kind of analytical metric that everyone uses as the Bible in college basketball, it could be a good game because Michigan State sits at 18 in Ken Palm, and Michigan sits at 21. Michigan State has the 22nd offense and 21st defense, so very well-rounded out of Michigan State. Michigan has the 20th offense but 43rd defense. And the defense, I guess, is what you would say is costing them some of these games. They have pretty, pretty solid teams, but when you look at the stats, like comparing this team to last year, you have a single player on your team shooting 40% or better from three that takes like two or more a game, and that's Devontae Jones, who's not billed as the three-point shooter on the team. He's shooting 46%, which is like kind of an aberration because he doesn't shoot that many, but he's been hot of late. Eli Brooks has climbed down to 36. Terrence Williams shooting 36. Caleb Houston, who is supposed to be the sharpshooter, you expect that kid to shoot 40%, shooting 34% from three. And then you look at last year. You had Liver shooting 43%, Shondi Brown 42%, Mike Smith 42%, Eli Brooks 40%. I mean, even Brandon Johns 37%. Like the shooting on this team, they're just not good shooters. Like I know, perfect example when you guys see Gabe Brown catch a wide open shot on the arc, are you expecting it to go in? Yes. There's not a single player on Michigan's team that I expected to go in when they catch it wide open. Maybe Eli Brooks, but that's it. There's like you see it and it's like, oh, it's gonna be a miss. Let's see if we can get the long rebound. <laughs> they don't make shots. So when you see wide open shots, now obviously in a microcosm of a game, maybe Caleb Houston, he's shown flashes where he can go like three or four from deep on a night. Um, but I'm not expecting it to happen. And then also the biggest thing I guess besides the shooting, like we talked about the defense, like just think about. Asking freshman Caleb Houston to come in and basically replace Franz Wagner, his defense, his like length—that's just not going to happen. They're not built the same. And outside of that, analytically, they Michigan runs into this problem where they've been trying to fix it, but they just play like three basically power forwards at a time. Because when, to be honest, when Caleb Houston—he's like six nine—when he's shooting thirty-four percent from three, he's basically a power forward. He's not helping you stretch the floor because he's not shooting well. So you're playing him, Diabite, and Dickinson out there together with two guards and it just clogs up the floor. And then Dickinson gets suffered because they can just collapse on him. So what's been working better is when they just do Dickinson out there and then basically Houston and then Kobe. I need to see more Kobe Bufkin, more Eli Brooks, like more three guard sets. They need to go smaller, in my opinion, um, and try Caleb Houston as a power forward because that's what he's playing as basically with his shooting. So those are all like the long-winded didn't make much sense coherently, but like there's a lot of problems in Michigan basketball, and I guess a lot of it comes down to just who they lost and the replacement level. Like, I just thought these All American freshmen would look better and step into it, but they're still growing. The problem is the January Big Ten schedule for them is brutal. Mm. Like, they get Rutgers at the rack, which is not easy, then Michigan State, then Illinois after that. So, there's really no time to figure it out. Just all I hope for when we watch this game, the three of us you know, in the nation. Just no more three power forward sets. I just can't live with three power forwards essentially on the floor at the same time because there's no offense from that and the defense is not good enough to justify it. So, honestly, you guys shouldn't be nervous at all. I'm not. You have to play Purdue right after us. Oh, my God. And then, Yeah, and then Purdue (laughs) after that. Like, it's just like everyone in January.
1: Uh, The only thing I wrote for Michigan was... uh... Outside of Dickinson and Eli Brooks, does Michigan have a third guy? Not really. Seems like no, no. And, and this is
0: not where we slander people, but let's just say with feelings that we've had, like um, about Hogarth, about Hauser in the past. It's kind of how I am with Brandon Jones right now. I don't, I don't need to see him on the floor
1: after his <sighs> awesome tournament run.
0: He had a fantastic tournament run. I'll always remember it he played out of his mind. It's just not been there lately. Would you like to put
1: Gabe Brown in your combined starting five now?
0: Yeah, he would be He would be in the combined starting five.
1: Because mm. I remember that combined starting five at the beginning of the season was four Michigan
0: players. Who was the one from Michigan State that I took? Max Christie. Christie. Yeah, turns out he didn't. He's probably I mean, not making he, that team. No, him and Houston's production is honestly as as high as these All-American McDonald's guys were. They're about the same. Like Houston's 9.3 points a game. I think Christie's 9.7. And that's pretty much, I know they do other things. And Christie's Christie's defense has- Very vital on the defensive end. His defense has been much better than Houston's. But like points production wise, they haven't been that much different. And so I I guess your third guy, Alex, would be Houston. I will say Devontae Jones has been playing much better basketball as of late. So that's good. And I will acknowledge that because I'm a Frankie Collins guy. But Devontae Jones has been playing better. Obviously, Michigan could pull this out. Maybe like as, as a Michigan fan, your hope is like, okay, the talent will figure it out and you'll hit a run. And honestly, if they go 2-0 this week, that could be a catalyst to spark them through Big Ten play. But as we sit here right now, bubble like, them going 500 in the Big Ten play feels right. Like every other game, win or loss. Like, and it'd be like stretches of three losses and then a stretch of three wins against bad teams in the Big Ten. Uh, I do think going 500 in the Big Ten would still let them get in the tournament because of how good the Big Ten will be, like in the analytical numbers. Just win ten
2: games. Just got ten games. No yeah. Big Ten teams ever not made Welcome it. Welcome to life on the bubble. Jalen already had you guys the last four in as of January second, first yeah, yesterday, two, couple, two days
0: ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they go like what you play like twenty Big Ten games, if you go seventeen and fifteen, you probably sneak in as a Big Ten bubble team.
1: Once we get into February, we'll talk to you through life on the bubble. <laughs> It's I just need to. I need to see more. Kobe it Buffy. is terrible.
0: Every it game's sucks. a national
1: championship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm happy we're not in that point right now. We could always get there though. No, we're not going to get there.
0: We're better. Shoot, I get. Yeah, no, you guys are. You guys are in Big Ten championship. Like the 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 top tier of teams that win the Big Ten championship.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just remember all the conversations we had last year, Rana, after the tournament. You just you didn't believe me when I said Michigan State will be better next year. Just didn't want to believe me. Gotta trust Tom Izzo. He knows what he's doing.
0: I definitely thought you guys would be better. Yeah, but
1: you didn't think we'd be good. You didn't think top four in the Big Ten.
0: No, but I thought like around that, and that, that's still not a lock either. You know, that no, anything can it's happen. Definitely in not. Season, they so. could be
1: on the bubble by the end of the
0: season. Probably not with the non predictions. Yeah, I guess we have to do that. I haven't. Oh, my do brain. We do is must such win a... meters for college basketball? No, I many, don't think too many, so. many games. Mm, end of the season
2: though, bubble games. a yes. yes. must win meter for Michigan State. It's a rival. Whoa. It's an inferior program. You beat up on these teams. Whoa.
0: Rutgers. Rutgers is like a can't lose for Michigan, but Michigan State's like is a need it. You know, like Rutgers is like you can't lose, but so is UCF and they lost. So, mm. um, I, my brain is so in football over under spreads that I'll try to think of something here. Um, well, Michigan State's definitely getting seventy eight points in this game because of the way Michigan's defense plays. 78-65, to 65, Michigan State. 14-point lead.
2: I'll take that all day. Holy cow.
0: That'd be sweet.
1: That would be nice. The beginning of the game, I think, is the most important. If Michigan comes out super hot from three gains confidence, all those talented five stars, you know, actually put it together for a game, we could be in trouble.
0: I think they just have, to honestly, to Evan's point with the big matchup, I think Michigan has to at least pound Dickinson like in, in the post until until it doesn't work. Like if Bingham does step up and like doesn't get in foul trouble, but like the entries have to be fast and furious in Dickinson because he's your best bet to like weather the storm of the first half in this game. But yeah, 78-6. I'm not looking. I don't think it's going to go well. Seventy eight sixty five. Michigan State. 80-73 Michigan
1: State.
0: That is not Big Ten basketball.
1: Well, you said Michigan's defense was a sieve, so that's what I'm basing <laughs> it on. My original
0: prediction was 71 Not, It's not top 25, so yeah, not very good.
1: I
2: was going to say, I'll say
1: 77-72. I think it should be closer because it's a rivalry game. and you know. I think it'll be close for 35 minutes.
2: And Michigan State has spurts where we don't play well and... The talent on Michigan's roster is better than the talent on Northwestern's roster.
1: I will say, Michigan's say after they go through those massive turnover stretches, they have been pretty resilient.
0: They
2: have
1: been, yes. So I hope that continues.
0: Like, if there's ever a game to try out Houston as your, like, four, it'd be this game because he can, like, at least... He's not going to get dusted by Joey Hauser playing defense on Joey Hauser. Well, like, I'll come in if that becomes a problem. Right, but I think out of the gates, like, Houston has to be the four. I don't, like...
2: Yeah, ESPN's uh, Power Index. Uh, Michigan, sixty percent chance to win this game.
1: Yeah, I saw that. Earlier. Yeah, Northwestern like, had a sixty percent chance as well. Oh, nice. it's it's because Michigan. Based.
0: Yeah, and also like Michigan's schedule is like analytically top five, been top five toughest in the country. So they're all like giving for giving them for like, but they've like Michigan has lost two games that they should have won in Seton Hall and UCF. So that's the mark of like not a great team. One at home, one on the road. Minnesota, where up, like, they should have won too. Yeah, you're up like nine in the second half, and you just blow it. Like that's not a mentally tough team. That's and it happens over and over again. So it's just not good. Um. So I guess, I mean, there's line stuff let, here. Let I don't me know. rapid
1: fire the golf over questions,
0: just to see where. You're yeah, because at. Right, we I talked really about we, we already talked about Amonra, Basically, I mean, he's he's unbelievable. It feel it feels good. that This podcast, at least Evan and I nailed that. We were on. I'm,
2: happy for, guys. This draft, recap. I'm happy for you guys. We were on that. We said gem
0: yeah you know I,
1: think Rob- I got Woods penalized comparison. for not agreeing with you guys in the fantasy championship that was the universe yeah. coming back at me this is your fault
2: Feels you good. deserve that
1: i will not do that next year all right <laughs> golf or tua tua
0: tua tua golf or lawrence
2: trevor lawrence
0: lawrence upside lawrence as well
2: younger
1: Goff contract
0: or davis mills
2: Goff. I go Mills. No, you don't.
0: Future. Future. I, I mean, um, they are showing that Mills completion percentage, but they're not winning anything. Answer the question. Grant. I, I like Jared, though. Good guy. Davis Mills, because I just don't want to watch J- Jared Goff for another year. I, I really don't.
1: Goff or Taysom Hill?
0: Goff. Taysom Hill. He's super exciting. And I was looking at mad, Madden Football.
1: Goff or Jameis
0: Winston? Jameis, I go golf. Jameis is an. Ele- I would go. I would buy tickets to <laughs> the Jameis Lions game to watch shoot. Jameis. He's so electric, though.
2: I think I would take golf. Yeah, I'd oh. go golf too.
1: Um, Goff or golf or Drew Locke?
0: I'm a Drew Locke
1: What's fan. I'm a Drew for you? <laughs> Evan, uh, you have to stay with I'm him. a golf. Yeah, I will. I'll say with Drew Lock. Golf or Zach Wilson? Zach Wilson.
0: Mm. I don't know, dude. He's looked. They bad. were. They were beating the Bucs, though. Zach Wilson. Grant. You see that? You see that? Do you Zach, Zach Wilson. Wilson? You see, yeah, you see that one throw that he made at the combine across his body, like 60 yards?
1: That was sick. Go for Trey Lance. Trey,
0: Trey Lance. Lance. Go for Fields Jimmy G.
1: Still. I'll take Jimmy G.
0: Jimmy G. Go
1: for Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Mm, some people don't like Mac Jones. He's pretty boring. And the final one
2: Kirk Cousins. Yes. I'll take Kirk Cousins.
1: No. The oh. final one. Goff or Tyrod Taylor? Goff. Goff. Goff or Baker? I can't believe I even asked that one. <laughs> Baker's kind of falling off.
0: I hate his commercials, Jared Goff. Um,
1: I think I'm not taking...
2: To... <laughs> I think I'm taking Jared Goff. I'll take Baker. All I don't right. think Baker's developed with his footwork and he's too turnover prone.
0: That's all. Evan I got. Evan made a great point, point. this will be one of the last things we talk about to show. Um, I was listening to another podcast and they're talking about QB situations in the NFL and like the already early talk in the offseason who's moving where potentially. And I do agree that Kirk Cousins is better than Jared Goff, but if any of you if any of you two try to convince me The Lions need to go get Kirk Cousins this offseason. I'll kick you in the face because that would not help a thing. No, it would hurt the Lions because, yeah, but like you would never get to the end goal. It would be sick
2: to have a Honolulu blue Kirk Cousins jersey. That's all I'm going to say.
1: Yeah, but we'd look, be like eight wins
0: max. I I love it. I I like the guy. He's a he's a confirmed fan, and probably he's aware of Codes apparel. Uh, Via our source, Tyler Conklin. Like mm-hmm. he Kirk, does have a Codes apparel sweatshirt. Kirk loves, the, Kirk loves the brand, but no chance. Like he doesn't help us win a playoff game. I don't think. I think he can can't get do you it. there.
2: He's got the Vikings there. He's upset the Saints in the. Mercedes. The Vikings have been so bad. bad this
0: year. Her defense was really good.
2: I saw a stat I, I, that was, who was it? It was Kirk Cousins and Derek Carr. Oh. Their entire career, over 200 starts. Their defense has held opponents to seven or under only once in their entire careers. Matt Jones, it's already happened to him four times this year.
1: That is surprising. Mm-hmm. Goff or Wentz? Went Matt Jones, too. fraud?
2: Goff or Wentz?
1: I go Wentz. Went.
2: I think I take Goff.
1: Really? Wentz is actually pretty decent. Wentz
2: is decent when he has uh, Frank Wright calling plays for him.
1: Yeah, his guy. I I was doing Lions. I think Golf can do
2: the same exact thing in the Colts offense this year, then and I think it would look uglier this year with Wentz in Lions offense.
0: Hmm.
1: I think Wentz can make more throws.
0: I was doing Lions win loss projections for next year cuz I'm a loser on my car ride home today. We don't even know
1: who's in going to be on the team Grant.
0: No, but we pretty much know our schedule and it's yeah. pretty favorable.
1: It's all the, it's all the worst teams in and around that's how the NFL. NFL works. You play the last no,
0: in the division. But, no, Alex, no, you it's like divisions. You get division crossovers yes, in and our you division play, crossovers.
1: Also, you play the other last place teams.
0: Yeah, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the it's a that's bit true, the biggest though. thing about the Can't believe you no, just called me a
1: for <laughs> saying something was accurate after Evan just said that. Five no. seconds before me. And you go, no, you Man. listen. Here,
0: you, <laughs> you listen here, you. <laughs> it's super. Because asked. it's because we drew the NFC East and the AFC East. When you draw divisions, when you, your main, because you play all four teams of works. two divisions.
1: Okay, that's what works.
0: makes your schedule. The The crossovers against the worst teams in blind division doesn't really matter. The, the, what matters is wins. the cro- – Because like, we, we played the NFC West this year, who's a juggernaut. That's why it was a tough schedule. We play the NFC East, who stinks. Like, give me the Redskins, the right. football team, we and give me the Giants. We didn't
1: to the Eagles by 50 points this year. We didn't. Mm.
0: I forgot no, I agree.
1: about that. It doesn't, doesn't matter, Grant. It yeah, the Eagles it are a playoff
0: team. Eagles are a playoff team. The Giants stink – The football team stinks. The football team would beat us. No, not next year.
1: I don't even know who's going to be on the team. Not next year, Alex. It could be worse. Not next year. Do you remember who Brad Holmes signed (laughs) for wideouts this year to make us better? Rashad Like He drafted
2: Amon Tyler. That's all that matters.
0: He he also signed Josh Reynolds. You're out on Brad Holmes now? Well, you can kick rocks and go root for the Chiefs. (laughs) that just lost to the Bengals. Brad Holmes had a great... Brad Holmes had a nice draft, and, and you know what I wrote down for this Lions team. Well, he might not be good at signing I'm, free agents. I'm very excited for future drafts. He signed Josh Reynolds, who was nice. You know, in Alex. The, it's kind of like hard to, like to go. get.
1: Alex, it's kind of hard to get free agents to come to Detroit when we're rebuilding. Facts. Fine, Evan. But you're you know, telling you me ever, you couldn't get someone better than Tyrell Williams and Brashad Perriman. Probably not.
0: <laughs> so then we're not going to well, get
1: anyone good ever.
0: When we when we walked when we walked we parked at LCM when we walked to that burger joint. Did you want to live in Detroit? <laughs>
2: After <laughs> there's a difference was, with, like if you're like decent like more teams are willing like more players are willing to play for you but no, when you're a I I don't understand
1: Evan
0: when 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 a guy is choosing where to go in free agency and, and he sees oh Jared Goff at the helm no he's like do I, I get <laughs>
2: yeah I will I'll <laughs> oh, sign but, if you, but Dan Campbell Boy. player guy player guy Dan Campbell.
1: My dad just he, texted me and said, "You and your friends should apply for Survivor." So that's where we're at. This show is gone would officially. So off. totally do it. I would do it.
0: <laughs> I also I, I do like, Survivor as a kid. Dan Campbell's got way too many plays on his play sheet. I don't even know what he's calling when he's, he's a Sean Payton he's, play. Play disciple. Yeah, just he's calling. I, I run up the middle. Run the peak up the of the middle. Lions. The peak of the Lions football does not involve Dan Campbell calling plays. So Joe Brady's available, but.
1: Mm -hmm. Grant says uh, he was a product of LSU's talent.
0: I'm starting to think that
1: I could No,
2: Ed Ogeron was a product of that talent. He made their talent better by calling plays. He gets to the Panthers. Michael wants to run the ball, and he doesn't have Christian McCaffrey. And he has to call plays by a quarterback that got cut and can't throw the ball 10 yards.
0: All right. Now you you convince me back in. And then the quarterback that
2: they try to get is Sam Darnold.
0: Whoa, when I was dude, watching Jamar was Chase play, once upon a time. When I was watching Jamar Chase on Sunday, when my Bengals beat the Chiefs, I was I'm like, not. I could have called plays. <laughs> for,
1: You've been a fan I could for a plays. week,
0: dude. Hey, who day? who day? Who day? Talk about them Bengals. Name ten players. Hey, it's, hey, it's on only a four-hour drive. Only a four-hour drive, Grant. You can make that trip. You want ten players? You get ten players in your face. Name all twenty-two starters. <laughs> Von Bell, Eli Apple, T.J. Hendrickson, yeah. Burrow, Mixon. Higgins, Boyd, Uzama, yeah. Ch- Chase.
1: That's only eight ten. Eight. Name all the starters,
0: dude. So many people in Cincinnati have Jesse Bates jerseys. It's unbelievable. I've never seen so much love oh, for like were, a safety. You were at the game.
1: Yep. No, I saw it. on am like, should have told everyone you were on the game. You called the game actually with he Jim was Nance. He with K. Adams.
0: He called the game with Jim Nance. I was gonna say, Evan. That's why you definitely watched Good Morning Football this morning because you're K. Adams simp. That's oh. why I used to watch it.
1: Everyone should
0: be. I, I, I sim for Peter Schrager.
1: <laughs> oh, he, he likes the Lions. He feels bad for he's us. He's a good dude. He's a good dude. I feel like we would we Austria would have a beard Peter Schrager and have a great time. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't like the other guy, the, the Kyle. Uh, Kyle on, you know, like Kyle. S- he's all right, but he was on soap operas. Like, what is his qualifications to be on this show? <laughs> he was a fullback at Princeton, dude. Really? Yes. He was on like soap operas. Yeah, like, you have to start somewhere, man. Day of our days of our lives, our daycare lady would watch that mm. every single day. My mom was an All My Children gal. and I used to watch that. My mom still watches that stuff. I was yeah, home she over uh, the New Year's Eve holiday, and she was
0: watching <laughs> it on New Year's Eve Does day. And do you guys ever think about how absurd the grind must be to be on a soap opera? They pump out new shows every day. They just kill them off all the time, so you don't. Work yeah, they're still long. running on uh,
2: when I was in They had it on the TV. Joey like we Tribbiani,
0: like,
1: he got killed off his soap opera after a little while.
0: Like a, uh, like the losers that ruined Game of Thrones couldn't even muster up good episodes once a week. These guys are pumping out quality drama content every single day, an episode
1: or any oh, of an episode. Because I saw school. ten minutes of one is the worst acting of all time. If it's
0: so bad that it's good. No, it's so bad it's terrible. <laughs> all right. Yeah, we're at two I hours. Think that's the show. <laughs> We're clocking in Uh, at shot of Tim Tebow and golf. I'll
1: take Um, Tebow for the fanfare
0: at shot of MS for any social accounts. Be got to be plugged in, push notifications on for the next five minute video. Um, But the blue wall is not going to be out in force for a long, long time after what happened against Georgia. (laughs) Um, How to listen, Apple pods, Spotify, YouTube, rate it five stars and review on all platforms and submit any questions you want answered. answer there was no questions submitted today hand up that felt bad uh we need mm. some more interaction from the fans and i'm looking at we're you we're looking at you <laughs> posse bleep that out again they didn't um, say anything that. no i know but i'm gonna bleep out their names we can't have any government id stolen uh with that being said cheers I finished this whole beatbox so this is my last sip of the beatbox are you
1: feeling it from that 11%
0: cheers I mean yeah I like cussed you out over like nothing like five minutes ago so you did do that
1: yeah stupid
2: cheers to the new year cheers to Michigan State hockey
0: okay we're going for a playoff
2: push playoff push Alex we're ranked 22nd 21 votes to get in ranked we're not too all right
1: all right
0: cheers to the NFL playoffs I'm super excited for Alex
1: I figured we only do two cheers